and we are live once again the gravel fpl i'm benno jp's back must mean awesome lots of good week they did mate <laughs> not not talking about the draft team that's being completely left out of the equation at the moment but yeah talking about good football. hello <laughs> good to have you back mate uh, back on Cheers, here mate. back on here Snooks and FPL you know typical FPL player mate when it's a, when it's a good week you, uh, you turn up when it's a bad week disappear I think that's the uh, <laughs> that's the way to do these things so I mean next week is all depending because I'm going to Arsenal Fulham on Saturday so I'm thinking mm. to, go and see go see real football Benno yeah. <laughs> oh really real players <laughs> yeah. real players and everything it's mental um, <laughs> but so, I, so I, I get I get to judge big Mitro in the flesh we're going to we're going to mm. test this XG thing to the absolute <laughs> help you in this. Lives yeah. or dies by this weekend, Chris. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Uh, so we've got Mr. XG, uh, Chris, here again. Chris, you're on a white card like me. I am. Uh, and the, uh, all the stats be damned. Throwing them out the window. Starting over again. <laughs> <laughs> all my uh, hiding so plans of uh, yeah, waiting until week eight or nine after the international break when there's data to do the wild card. <laughs> now I've like... The original plans haven't worked. I need to reset and mm. go again. Mm. So. That's what I'm feeling. I'm basically going to wait till we see your wildcard reveal and be like, yeah, my team's basically the same. <laughs> I, had a, I had a horrible time this week putting the wildcard together. I saw Garrett's last week and was jealous. Kind of hit the, hit the button on Saturday, felt really confident about it. And then it got to like Monday, got to Tuesday, and I had like completely different teams each day. And then it got to Wednesday and I looked at my team and I was like, this is basically my team from last week <laughs> with like three transfers. Like I could have just yeah. taken an eight point hit and I'd have been fine. Uh, yeah. But I'm back round to having like something uh, a bit refreshed. So yeah, we'll get to, into it. In, bad, yeah, we'll get into it in a bit. But if I'd have made the transfers when I had two free transfers last week that I was thinking of, I wouldn't have needed to wild card really. But um, mm. Celavi. <laughs> well, braver than us that uh, haven't made us a wild card last week. It's uh, Grapple Gareth here to uh, to survey the damage. Mate. How are you? I'm all right. Not too bad. It's uh, it's kind of a weight off my shoulders having the wild card done and gone. I quite like it when you've like uh, you know you've you've played the chip and then you know that it's not there hovering in the background. You've you've made your decisions and you've just got to live and die by them now, haven't you? And hang on for that extra one at Christmas. It's like having a twenty quid note burning in your pocket, and it, you, you know you're just walking around. And you're like, oh, I could just spend this twenty quid. It's like having an extra wild card. You're just like, I could just use this wild card. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> mm. It's, it's the, the various mm. versions of it. You know, you like you literally making, you know, fifteen versions of your team in the week that you've played it, and then invariably, you know, four of the versions that you have in your head that you don't go with would have been fucking miles better than the one that you did do. But you know, oh yeah, yeah, that's oh, what you've got to do. All the fun of the fair. The start of every season. The start of every season. It's like, well, I had him, and I had him, and I had him. You had everyone at some point. No? Doesn't mean anything. Everyone had everyone, you know. That's who you'd end up with. But yeah, I mean, I was going to say, you're, you're brave for coming on, Gareth, but there's Mr. Chips himself. Uh, Andy <laughs> fresh off a free hit. I'm sure oh. I'm swimmingly made triple digit well, points. Well, to, to be honest, the um, the free hit didn't work as well as the wild card. I've, I've got a bench boost and a triple captain burning a hole in my pocket. So. <laughs> no, I think no, I think maybe maybe bench boost, but I, I, I've had a work. No, I have had a workaround to what I am uh, planning in the next couple of weeks. So it's it's, it's looking good on a uh, on on paper, well on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, but not on paper yeah. like Chris. 
No, yeah, you, well, yeah. Say, you need a proper notepad, and then you'll be uh, well away. <laughs> <laughs> you still go in the the, uh, the pub and doing these notes, Chris? Is this still uh, is this still the tradition? Or now that you're yeah. actually watching football games, has it changed? Uh, it's fairly similar. I probably, you know, um, I have like my, my satchel bag that I carry with me most times. It's just in there. So if I pop in a pub somewhere and listen to a podcast or whatever, I'll just doodle some things away while I think about it. Or if somebody says something on a podcast, I'll just write it down. And then I'll have it there because you know there's so much information that just pops out in different podcasts and stuff that you listen to. There's no way you're going to retain it all. So I'll just be like, mm. I'll just look at the note and just it would just say something like Bournemouth concede a lot of goals from the right hand side or something like that. I'd be like, all right, who plays on the right for whoever they're playing or something stupid like that. <laughs> <laughs> I've just got visions of you sat there in the pub with like post-it notes all over your head. <laughs> <laughs> That's my work desk, to be fair, yeah. It's the... <laughs> I've been like, I've literally just, it's been, it's like been playing Moneyball for me this week. Like, it's just been, I don't know if you found the same, Chris, it's just price changes. Like, honest to God, mm-hmm. when I show you my team in a bit, like every, right now, every, it's not my team I'm going with, but everybody in my squad is somebody who's gone up 0.1 a million. Like everybody, yeah. Because I'm just collecting players I might get just on the off chance they're gonna go up. But I've, I, I know that happens pretty much every season. But I've never seen a season like it for that. Like, no, it's it, just like, it feels like the market. Basically, if I went with the players I've got now, I'd have like a million and a half extra money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In theory, yeah. I was gonna say, real I'm, money uh, can't spend it. Like, yeah. Money, but, you know, <laughs> my, well, yeah, my team value is up to a hundred point six, which is quite mm. a, a fairly decent jump in. Uh, Four weeks, particularly if I've only made one transfer going into this wild card. Um, so yeah, it's mm. uh, but the market does seem a lot more volatile this year than it has done mm. previously. Uh, and uh, mm. things like the footy fix app where it's telling you what's the predicted up and downs are that seems fairly mm. uh, good to have so that at least you can try and jump ahead of the, the changes. But like I say, like it can get to a end of the Saturday, mid uh, like three o'clock kickoffs, and you'll already be getting notifications of old oh, Sackers on like. 90% chance of changing price tonight because he didn't score in the game or whatever. I think I think, uh, I think Mart, Martinelli and Jesus, obviously they've got Fulham this week and it's like as soon as they do something good in that game, it's it, it raise up another 0.1 and 0.2. Like Martinelli's mm. gone up uh, and he's yeah. 6.4 now. 6.4. From yeah. 6. Mm. It shows what, what, a, what a signing he's been for people who've had him since uh, week, uh, week one instead of like uh, Saka. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, time ran out for me on Saka, I think, um, mm. which will mean he's undoubtedly ready to haul this weekend. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, uh, I think with uh, the amount of eight million mids in there, I don't think you can afford to be on one that's not returning. Yeah. Off, you know, often yeah. enough at the minute. So we'll I, I saw one of one of the I don't know who it was one of the FPL content creators who was like, I wouldn't do it. But like I've generally because they, I think they had two transfers, but a hole in the pocket. It was like they could literally sell Trent, let his price go down, and then just buy him back and make oh yeah, of a million. yeah. I, 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 I saw that. I, I can't remember who said that now. Um, but yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they were like yeah. Uh, it was somebody on a dual stream, so I don't think it would have been FPL Andy. But um, mm. but yeah, they were like yeah, I could sell him and buy him back just to make money. But I don't know. I mean, the money had obviously become important later on, sort of thing. So. Uh, could be worth it, but I think if you can build your um, money up this like until the the mid season break, then obviously you're going to be in a much more beneficial position. Like somebody that's on like 104 million or whatever, mm. yeah, it's going to that's be. That's what I'm uh, telling myself. 
Yeah, it's like JP's version of Moneyball. Andy's saying here, JP, apparently there's a lot of hula hands in the Grappa League. Like, well, how many teams you can play? <laughs> there's only one of me. There is obviously the elephant, well, the brother-shaped elephant in the room in terms of my brother, Pat, who's third in the Grapple League at the minute. Didn't have a good Jesus. week. And when we had our <laughs> chat on Monday, he weren't happy. He was really like... and But at the same time, he, he despises Liverpool. Like, which is something I didn't really kind of ever take into account. I don't know, him and my sister are scarred by the uh, early to mid-80s of Liverpool's dom- dominance, I think, so they can't let that go. So Pat's having a really good year, and that's my game. That's like, I know about you, you lads, that's the battle I'm in. I know Benno and Gareth, you like to have a bit of a ding-dong, and it'll start getting tasty. <laughs> I do, it's just me. I want to win everything, or I'm not asked. I, I'm all about <laughs> trying to win the entire thing. Yeah, number one. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then my brother, yeah, he is, he's a PJ. He is. He's Patrick Joseph, believe it or not. Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, my parents weren't rocket scientists, all right? They grew up in fucking farms in the middle of nowhere. Like, no idea. Didn't think about that shit. Please tell yeah, me my, we've got a cousin Duncan. Oh, <laughs> I wish. I'm good to that. Mate, that'd be awesome. Um, and yeah, and my son's in it. And he's only seven points behind me. He's like joint 31st in the Grapple League. That's mm. That can't happen. That's like Spurs winning the league type <laughs> stuff. I'm like, I let that kid win a lot of stuff when he was little, but that's over with now. I'm not playing anymore. So, yeah, I'm involved in these kind of family conflicts, basically. So, <laughs> it's the yeah. only way to play. We've got like a work league. Um, mm, that's like, 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 yeah, and it, like it's the same. The same as the story with me and Gareth. Like me and in my head, me and him have got this like storied rivalry going year on year because he's the other person in the work league who actually pays attention, but he doesn't care what I'm doing. He's not paying any attention to my team. Meanwhile, I'm looking at him going, okay, he transferred James in this week, so what can I do to one of them next week? Like, he's literally living rent-free in my head. rest of the league's like, all these plus teams where it's like, they made one transfer in game week one and then just forget about it for the rest of the year, but yeah, it gets it gets personal, you know? I've definitely, got, I've definitely got that work opponent, and then it was like music to my ears there when somebody said, said to, I wasn't in the office and someone said to me like, Oh, he was in a foul mood the other day because uh, you got Martinelli like on the draft thing, and like, I was, like <laughs> <laughs> he's thinking about you too. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> in your head, mate. <laughs> Rent free. Uh, it's good to know. But yeah, I was going to say, obviously, we're, uh, we're streaming live on uh, mm-hmm. on Twitch again. We're also on the uh, on the Grapple uh, YouTube, and yeah, apparently iTunes have authenticated this JP. Finally, I don't know what we uh, what the hold up was, but we've been uh, we've been allowed in. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. I don't know why anyone would listen to it's an audio version. The board. Of That's everything we do now. We're on iTunes. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, it's, it's retiring there, it's, uh, now. Then uh, <laughs> two thousand and four me would be ecstatic at the news. <laughs> I don't know if we've had any reviews yet, but if we get any of them, that'd be great. We're on Spotify as well. We went on the new Chrome and uh, and found us on there. We do uh, we do show up. Not that uh, NXT Ukraine wrestler crowd find out about it, then we're done. For all the reviews. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get reviews like the uh, the Enfield trampoline park. Yeah, that's probably we will. Cool. <laughs> probably cool. I, the, I uh... the last week. Oh, go on, Chris. I was just going to say, we're doing a Twitter live uh, spaces next, uh, like all the other mm. FPL content. Yeah. Why is that a thing all of a sudden? I don't understand. It's like, I don't know, it's a, it's a podcast yeah. just for the people who are on it. I don't really get what, what's I think it's, really yeah, if it's like a deadline stream sort of thing. And you can just kind of, I guess, it, 
where we'd have people call in onto StreamYard, you can just like unmute somebody. They can ask a question, you can mute them, answer the question, move mm-hmm. on to the next person. So it's, uh, they sound like awful. That. Yeah, it sounds yeah, awful when, sound you, when you listen to one. Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it seems to it seems to be the it's most useful. U- yeah, it seems to be the most useful use of the space that I've seen. So. <laughs> Better than Gabe Sapolsky trying to sell people on Bitcoin or the latest news. <laughs> I remember Will saying it works well. I remember when Will tried to start one. What was that? It was after an AW pay per view, I think, and it was yeah. just on his own. <laughs> and it still went on for two hours talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, he might be joining us later, Will, to, uh, to talk through his, uh, his draft. To gloat over his victory. Oh, yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> but obviously, missing this week, uh, Jamesy is uh, is red flagged. I um, believe he's uh, he's not too well. Not COVID, he tells me. But uh, obviously, we wish uh, wish Jamesy well. Hopefully, we'll uh, we'll get him uh, back on here uh, next week. Might even uh, show his team on the screen um, while he's uh, while he's not here, just to uh, just to rub it in uh, a little bit further. But yeah, we'll go through uh, go through our teams. We'll talk the fixtures. We'll talk a little bit about. So obviously, there's um, two game weeks coming up. Uh, we've got the the midweek. We've got the, the weekend game uh, week coming up for game week four, and then the midweek game week five, and then uh, game week six coming right on the back of that uh, next <laughs> week as well. We were trying to was it you, Chris, trying to explain that to Matty exactly how that worked? It's not a it's not a yeah. double, but there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's not a double, but they'll yeah by this time next week we'll have done three games or whatever. Yeah. The, the, amount, <laughs> the amount of times the amount of times I've started typing a reply to Matty to try and explain various elements of either normal FPL or draft and then just got like three lines into it and gone, nah, fuck it, and just delete it. <laughs> just like, just like, too complex. I'm mainly impressed he's still doing his team. Like, he's doing well so far. We will definitely uh, get him on here at some point to, uh, to talk it through. But yeah, that's it. Explain, explaining FPL to normies never works. Um, it is what you either get it or you don't, don't you? But, uh, I, I, yeah, knew we were on the right, I knew we were on the right track when he was upping it to 20 notes for the uh, best. <laughs> for the money. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else has sent the money over. Matty? Nope. Uh, I'm not expecting <laughs> Actually saying that you haven't either, but I, I don't. I, 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 neither have I, mate. Neither have I. Oh, you just wanted to kick Matty. Sorry, I've spoiled it. <laughs> just turns out we're playing for just Matty's 20 quid, no one else's. <laughs> In pound coins. Collect in person. Oh yeah, Chris Elliott saying here because that was confusion by running Champions League. Yeah, that's that, that was the other subject this week. Yeah. Of that and, uh, obviously with the World Cup one coming as well. I'm sitting out of those. I'm not doing them. I'll be taking Aye. the time off. Another yeah, World no. Cup, like another World Cup fantasy league. Mm. Not, mm. not down. I think, I think I could do a World Cup one. Probably not a Champions yeah. League one. No, there's too much about the Champions League. I could care less about. Yeah, and it's always silly at the start. There's always daft results that will ruin your week. Rather like this week, actually. In, it's in, like, in, oh, I'm hanging, hanging on a play from Ludogorets or something like yeah. that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always think the World Cup ones are a bit daft because it's like, it's it's great at the early stages, isn't it? And then you're starting to, like, you know, changing your team every yeah. day is a lot of fun. But then when you get to the semis and final, it's like you got seven players <laughs> from one team and, like, six from the other in your yeah. squad. And it's just, like, it feels a bit pointless, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, Makes it makes it more interesting as we go. So maybe there'll be a grapple uh, World Cup league. We could do that. We could extend the brand. What do you think, Gareth? Keeps you keeps you interested for like Turkey, Iran, or something like that. Like yeah. the old days when you've just like transferred in like Alpi or something like that. And he, <laughs> he bags, you know, Alpi. Bloody hell! Like you say, it'd be great crack for those those group stages. 
when I'm like losing it because my knowledge of watching A League may finally pay off. <laughs> <laughs> well, like the, there was like an Iranian guy that used to play for Charlton up front or something. You'd be yeah. like, oh, he might get a shot this year and just <laughs> stick him in. <laughs> yeah, is, that, that is literally how the World Cup ones work. It's like, I know his name. He was like four million in FPL and yeah. appara- apparently plays for Denmark. So I'll get him in. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's never going to get a game. I know his name. <laughs> Oh, well, we'll uh, we'll go through uh, our teams, like I say, for uh, for last week before we uh, we get into our, uh, our mm-hmm. future plans. And uh, like I say, we'll be going uh, a little bit, uh, bit wild card crazy this week. But yeah, first up as we uh, we go through the uh, the teams, um, team graps and claps. Andy, you were on a uh, <laughs> you were on a free hit. How'd it go, mate? Graps and chips. Yeah, <laughs> you should read Graps and chips. Yeah, she'll change it to that. <laughs> Defend it. Defense did me over. I think it. Um, obviously, Man City against Newcastle. You think ah, City generally have a good record at um, St James's Park, and then bloody hell, three, 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 one down, weren't they? Mm-hmm. And then uh, obviously got it back to three all. That's all. All went out of the window with Edison. But you, you, you've got to keep him in. I think he's a better option than Allison or even Mendy at the moment. Uh, Reese James, I stuck it. I stuck him in after his uh, uh, of a fifteen-minute performance at wing back on uh, that Tottenham game. I thought, oh, he'll do well against Leeds. Bugger all. Cucurella, the IWC pick for last week. Um, another dog dog turd re- uh, return there against Leeds. Did you think easily Chelsea maybe? Uh, two or three nil against Leeds. They were all absolutely all over the show against them. Um, Cancelo, uh, he's he's one I've actually got rid of for this week, but um, I'm tinkering around with putting well swapping. Like I've kept uh, Alexander Arnold in. Sort of done like swap it swapping around um, mm. just to bring Ivan Tony in permanently. So mm. Martinelli, he's been, he's been what a what a player that man is. Um, he's like, he's like the uh, FPL star man at the moment. Uh, Jesse Lingard, I expected more from him against Everton, maybe a goal, but he did he, he got like a clean sheet point. Um, but yeah. Is what it is. Salah. Still play for United, to be honest, didn't realise he played for. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to, be, to be honest, he actually could have got into the Man United team on uh, on Monday evening, mm-hmm. like from what the options he had up front. Uh, mm-hmm. Salah, he he got that goal, thankfully. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah no, he, he's he's done all right. But as I've said for the last few weeks, he's just cancelling each other out with uh, Salah. Um, Bakayo Saka, shit. <laughs> I mean, that's harsh, mate. He was very good against Bournemouth, but I see, Absol- I see your point. Absolute waste of eight million. I, I should have kept <laughs> with Jared Bowen, but but then again, Jared Bowen's a load of rubbish. But uh, thankfully, I'm sticking a good old Wilfred Zaha from now on. He's going in. Um, the the person who I've been tipping for weeks, um, Ivan Tony. Oh, bloody hell. I let out a fist of joy when he um, scored that disallowed goal. <laughs> in the Dundee match, 
from yeah. an FPL point of view, like <laughs> Tony versus Mitro is basically like, it was like a like a like a bit like it was like it's like a big six man tag with two star wrestlers. I know Omega on one team, <laughs> but he's he's done bloody well up to now, hasn't he? I think it's nine and eight and an eight he's got in uh, in three games. So he's he's gone in my team for um for this week. More um, points Harry, than Harland. You are. More points than Haaland. More points than Haaland. Yeah, yeah, you've got you've got him, Gareth. Good choice there, mate. Uh, <laughs> Harry Kane, I stuck instead of um, Haaland last week. I think they both got the same points. That Tottenham game, when I, when I was following it, like from tube to bus and on a walk to our hotel, it just felt like Wolves shot on goal. Wolves shot on goal. They had like 12 <laughs> shots in the first oh, four minutes. <laughs> and you're thinking, what's going on here? It's expected Spurs had like thump, thump these, and he, I think it ended up one, one nil, two nil in the end. Yeah, one nil, one nil. Uh, we've got with Perisic, who everyone were umming and ahhing to put in last week. Um, Jesus, yeah, he, he's he's a legend at the moment. Thank God I've stuck. Um, thank God I stuck with him. I will say mm. that he's, he's staying in for this week against Fulham. Uh, bench at the moment, Ward. Uh, I'm probably going to do a bit of tinkering around with him and to. Uh, free hit, so uh, yeah, so yeah, so it's me free hit. So like uh, go- going back to my old team, I did have like um, Cancelo in, Bowen in, and so I took. Um, I'm thinking of taking Ward out in a couple of weeks for Dean Henderson, so when I can That's use right. a half a million pound from. Trent to back to Cancelo, um, well, and then. Well, I was going to ask about like going with the free hit that for this one for game week three. Did you did you go wildly different from your regular team? I know you know for anyone um, who's listening for the first time, it was an accident that you hit the uh, the free yeah. hit button, so you were uh, <laughs> did, did you were already chasing ground. No, I think the ones I did stick in were like your link. I stuck Lingard, Saka, and I stuck Kane in over Ireland, and I stuck Tony in. So there was about four mm-hmm. or five in there. That that stuck in. I took um, Jack Harrison out for one week because I thought, oh, Leeds wouldn't do so well against Chelsea. But bloody hell, he, he played another blinder again. So he's permanently in my team now. Um, so I've stuck Tony in. I've kept with Nico Williams and um, Andreas is in my team as well for um, mm-hmm. this week. So I've took about I've took about an eight point hit, but I've got a bench boost because. Um, Brent Brentford have got quite a few games. Um, You're not really doing. I thought that was a joke. Are you really doing your bench boost? Yeah, I am doing my bench nice. boost. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we only get like one of each of these chips. I know, I know, I know. We're I in know. game week four. <laughs> four. I know, I know. But uh, he's, living, he's living the gimmick now. You've Mr. Chips. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Because I were thinking, go home, I suppose. Yeah, because I were thinking on the bus this morning, like, should I like looking at my triple captain with Salah against Bournemouth? Because he does, he does get you didn't like have to be a triple captain either, though. Like, no, <laughs> but I was thinking with Salah, he does well against these um, newly promoted teams to the Premier League. I read a stat today that he scored like. Eight, I think about eighteen goals in the last mm. like three or four seasons against these uh, smuts from the championship. So mm. 
I was looking last week, Andy, and it, I, I was looking at the the biggest triple captain hauls that have ever happened, and I think mm. all five or all six had happened on a double game week. So just bear right. that in mind. <laughs> when's the when's double game week then? Uh, it won't be until January or February when the FA Cup and uh, mm. Champions League games start. Yeah, you won't have any chips by then, mate. Because no. <laughs> no, no, I was thinking this week, until I read um, the message in our group chat about you know what you were saying to Matty, that these are not double game weeks, even though it seems like there's a lot yeah. of pitches near, near together. But uh, mm. in, I think in general with, with my team... Um, I did, well, I did change, did change Cancelo in for, um, what's he called, Dan Byrne from Newcastle. They're doing well at the oh, moment, yeah. defensively. So, And they got Wolves this weekend. And I can always, like, in the fixture on Tuesday, Wednesday night, I can always take him out for, say, uh, a Nico Williams or an Andreas, who are, mm-hmm. you, you know, doing half decent at the moment. Not, Nottingham Forest are very underrated. I know, I know a lot of these FPL YouTubers are expecting them getting thumped every week, but they've got a good team on paper. They're better than Everton, better than Everton, mm. and like maybe Southampton, your Leicesters at the moment seem in a better mm. position than them. And I'd, I'd, I'd keep an eye on your Forest players at the moment. Mm. Yeah, we'll go into like the fixtures and stuff like yeah. coming forward with them, and like you know the, the value I suppose you can uh, get out of those uh, those teams, but. Yeah, um, Chris. Any any thoughts on Andy's chip strategy, or like, have you have you ever seen the likes of this? I mean, uh, <laughs> well, I am in awe. <laughs> Ideally, you'd you'd play your bench boost coming out of a wild card because you mm. do your wild card in the idea that you'd put a team together with fifteen players that would all play, mm. so that the following week you can then use your wild card, uh, your bench boost to obviously maximise that. So, um, yeah, you probably uh, use it a bit too early. Because as I say, it's a, it's a single game week and I can't imagine many people on your benches are going to have like massive... Well, 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 well my, bench, never my bench for this this week is Ward, um, Ivan, Tony, Andreas and Nico Williams. Yeah, so that's... It's a, it's a solid bench because I've... Uh, when I've been putting together my wild card, have thought would it be worth using the the bench boost early? But um, yeah, I mean you've got enough, you've got playable players on your bench, so mm. it should be all right. Will Andreas get another return? Um, they got Fulham's uh, game away at Arsenal. Away at Arsenal, yeah. So you probably think that's unlikely. And then Tony's got Everton, so chance of a haul there. Liverpool have been, uh, not Liverpool, Leicester have been poor in defence and they've got Chelsea, so Ward probably... But, uh, but Chelsea have been poor recently, haven't they? Defence-wise. Mm, yeah. uh, and then who's think... the other one? Tony, Andreas, oh, Nico Williams. Nico Williams. They're against Tottenham, aren't they? They're against yeah. Tottenham and they're both really attacking sides and he's on the right-hand side of midfield, so... I think I think he could easily get Tottenham are not invincible at the back, are they? They've never no. been known as a clean sheet side. I'd be surprised if you get more than eight points out of it. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say like because I'm tempted to say it's possibly the worst possible week you could you could watch <laughs> <laughs> your work out and then we're, we're going to feel bad because we talked you out of it. But I, there'll there will be 
36 better weeks than this one to mention. <laughs> I can't, I can't Gareth, you're, you're, you, you know, you go off the off the grid. You don't follow the uh, the, the usual kind of FPL patterns and stuff. Can you see? Can you see? Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's genuinely upsetting you, Gareth, isn't it? <laughs> listening to him there, I'm listening to him reel out. Who's on his bench? And I'm thinking they're playing Chelsea. They're playing Spurs. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> my my thought would be if you were going to play your bench like my initial thought when I was thinking through the wild card and then bench boosting is you might as well wait to bench boost the week after all the free transfers that you get over the break because then you can put your team together uh, in setting up to put the team together for the bench uh, bench boosting that week This is a content. Lady doesn't fun. agree either. <laughs> I would honestly yeah. say, Andy, like I feel like like you're a gambler, and I should take like your bank cards off you. Yeah? I, I would... <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, I yeah. Just like, them. you can have them back. <laughs> you can have them back in the winter break. Like, like I'm, 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 I'm just thinking, what must it be like going the um, going the supermarket with Andy on payday when he's hungry? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I would just say there'll be there'll be double game weeks in future where like mm. you know there'll be play, there'll be teams who are playing two teams worse than Tottenham and they'll have two goes at it and um, and the player won't be Nico Williams who scored one point last week. I just yeah, again we might well we get proven wrong by this. I don't know. JP, what do you think? I, it's upsetting to hear in some ways. Isn't it? It's like it in the face of all conventional logic, and there's a certain pain to it at the same time. But I admire the ballsiness. Like I really yeah. do. Like I'm, I'm still in admiration of it. I mean, I've got Nico Williams like in my draft team, but that's I'm, I don't. I mean, I've played my wild card, but I don't plan playing my bench boost just yet. So I can kind of yeah. see just looking at Forest's fixtures after Spurs and Man City. If you did do it then, you've got Bournemouth at home, Leeds away, Fulham yeah. at home. Maybe they would do something then. Maybe Forrest might well have gelled more as an attacking force because that's the thing I think at this stage in time is they're going to be kind of finding themselves these next couple of weeks. I think they're going to be incredibly predictable. Because That's where, that's where I'm thinking of bringing um, Dean Henderson in in a couple yeah. of weeks so I can probably swap him with Edison while Man City's got some harder, yeah. harder games. <laughs> The thing, like, on the bench as well, I mean, just looking at Brentford and, again, going to the fixtures on here, and, and you know, you can follow the FDR on the, on the FPL website if you want to go that far of it. But these are all games where you're just looking at them and you're thinking there's a, there's a goal in Brentford against Everton. They can score against Palace because it'll have that kind of... It'll be a good atmosphere and all the rest of it. Leeds at home, Leeds, you know... This can't run, can't last for that long. And then Southampton away, and then it's Arsenal at home. So you're looking at Brentford there and you're thinking they could get themselves into a quite tidy position by that point and kind of possibly, you know, they, they look a very settled squad. And yeah. like in terms of the points are very well spread out there. And I saw a lot of sort of tipping of Ben Mee and the like. So I just don't play a bench boost, mate. Come on. Like, I feel like we're at a casino, an FPL casino, and I'm, and I'm having to tell you to leave. It's like being in the, like being in a pub with Jeff and there's a uh, gambling yeah. machine in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> were, were you really hacked by Ukrainians last year, Andy? Or was that just you? <laughs> no, I was, I was hacked by the uh, Ukrainians. 
You probably take pity on me now, like <laughs> oh, amazing. Jamie asks, uh, "Is it work even, Mount? We'll get into that when we get to it uh, because I know JP's uh, got him. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm just loading up a couple of bits on um, mm. fantasy football hub that I might be able to share the screen of. Um, mm. Who is he thinking of getting? Because I've got Mount versus Saka and Mount versus Kulowski loaded up, but I could look at other people if he's mm. got any other thoughts on there, Jamie. Yeah, let us know. Let us know in the chat game. It might be helpful for uh, for JP on his uh, on his wild cards. But uh, yeah, well, before oh, we get to there, we'll go to spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, Make sure you then get rid of Mount. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we'll bring some sanity back to it for scenes. Let's have a look at Carrot's uh, team. Another uh, <laughs> another chip user, but uh, this was uh, a wild card uh, team. Gareth, fifty four points. Uh, kind of in line with the just above the uh, the overall average, and kind of in line with the uh, the average of uh, of us lot. Uh, How do you feel about it? Uh, first weekend. Um, as well, I can't see my team. I'll get I'll get it up on my own. If uh, can everyone else, you got a team? Yeah, yeah sure enough for me. Yeah, yeah. In goal, Edison. <laughs> no, I've got crafts. I've got crafts and claps up on my screen. Uh, weird. Oh, um, weird. It's not updated. Um, all right. I'll. Uh, well, you can also. <laughs> you're going to reel it off, JP. That's the main. That's the main. I've got it in front of me. I've got. I've got it on. So, um, like Ed- Edison in goal. Like say, I was, he's, he's always my city pick because I know he's going to play. And obviously, again, there was a bit of pep rotation at the weekend with Diaz missing out. Uh, it was only the. Injury, obviously, that got him on the pitch. So at least is is reliable if you want that city defender with uh, with Edison there. Um, mm. Alexander Arnold, no points. We all know what happened there. I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm not um, I'm not not in the panic stations with a uh, Trent Alexander Arnold. There's a lot of uh, oh, there's a lot of FP, F, there's a lot of FPL podcasts content people here getting twitchy <laughs> fingers over old uh, in week three about Trent, Mr. Consistent 200 points, Trent, Trent Alexander-Arnold. I don't think anybody needs to be uh, getting a uh, twitchy ass about that. If, you, if you're delivering 200 points for seven and a half million, like, well, I, 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 it's insanity to me that anybody would even consider getting getting rid of him out, out of the side. So he'll be a, he'll be a fixture for me and... Um, and yeah, I think there's be a lot of people who transfer him out this week on the uh, reaction. Probably use that money to spread across two players. Watch him haul against Bournemouth, and then suddenly go, "Oh, I want Trent back in my team," and have to take a minus <laughs> four or a minus eight or something. He's gone up. He's gone up hundred k again or something like that. So I'll be uh, sticking uh, sticking with him. Reese James, the one point we all know Chelsea did dog shit at the weekend, and he's on thin ice for me because again. Is that attack and fullback option who keeps seeming to be played in the back three with Koulibaly getting sent off in that game as well? I'm thinking, mm. uh, is he going to stick to his guns and you know keep him there? So he's definitely on my twitchy list there. I would say James uh, currently um, Perisic. That was you know delighted with that. I was a real last minute waiting for as much team news as possible, <laughs> and um, that couldn't. Couldn't have been fucking happy with that. Getting him in at 5.4, so getting him in a 100k less than his starting value, getting him in, saving a bit of dosh there. That was good. Rico Henry was the one that absolutely fucked me over good and proper because <laughs> I had, as you'd know from my team last week, I had Saliba in both options of my team. 
Um, he was in my team all week. I never considered taking him out. Looked at Brentford's fixtures and went, mm, you know what, maybe over those next you know, three or four games, <laughs> Henry, Henry, Henry might just get a couple more. He changed it to Henry. Literally sat on my sofa on Saturday morning and went, what am I doing? Put Saliba back in. And then I like went on the app and it was like, the fantasy page is updating. I'd missed it by like two minutes or something. Oh, and, no. and then I was watching the game and I watched him score and I was just like fucking fuming, like, you know, so that, that proper pissed on my chips at the weekend because well, we were like, looking just... at it, look at it. I was looking at him working it out though. The extra 11 points or whatever I'd have got, 12 points or whatever, the impact that would have made on my league placing was phenomenal, just like off one guy. <laughs> so that's, Mm. Piss me off. What are you going to say? We, dis- we discussed him last week, didn't we? Uh, I think we said he's got two goals in 88 performances or whatever it was in uh, in France. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no real attacking threat in, in the data, that sort of thing. So he's basically a clean sheet merchant. And then it absolutely spanked one in with his wrong foot from 20 yards. You're just yeah. like, <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. Couldn't, couldn't uh, so, believe it. No, but, it'll um, be interesting to see if. I mean, if he was being like shackled to a position previously when he was on loan, oh yeah, and that flipping Saliba champ was yeah. in my head for the rest of the day. It was. He got Saliba. He makes me happy. Comes oh no, it was the. It was just the other one, wasn't it? It was. All right, Saliba. Yeah, it was basically. The Bobby Guns version, you know, when we went to Germany for yeah, uh, the, <laughs> yeah. and the Bobby Guns chant went for 20, 30, 20, 25 minutes. They they literally did the Saliba chant for probably the last twenty minutes of the first half. Yeah, didn't really start in the second half, and then he scored a banger, and then they just carried on for the rest of the game. It just went berserk. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, <laughs> perfectly timed. You couldn't have uh, booked it better. Uh, hmm. yeah. But in, uh, anyway, Rico Henry's at home to Everton this week, so I'm pinning my hopes on. Okay, it might balance yeah. out in the wash over a fortnight period here, so yeah, you never know. But rest of the stuff, like Salah, obviously he got his goal. Son, captain. You know, absolutely right. That was, it, like, it, watching the game, I was just like... That's not the first God, one we'll it's... hear this reaction today, is it? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hair, Gareth, mate, honestly. <laughs> uh, just, just watching the game, and I was like, why is Kane the furthest forward and Son's not playing on the defender's shoulders? Why is Son <laughs> over on the left and playing deeper? This is different to last year, kind of thing. So that was a, that, that, that was a bit of a worry, but I'll, again, I'll, I'll, I'll stick to my guns because I managed to get him in cheaper with the price drop as well. So potentially made a bit of money there on Son. Martinelli, we've talked about. Madison, reliable as ever, like, you know, getting getting points there. Jesus and Tony again, you know, have be foolish not to have these two up front, I think, and um, getting the uh, getting the points there. So, all in all, it was I was reasonably happy. It was just the Saliba thing that pissed on my chips. But um, but yeah, there's always going to be one, isn't there? That's you, you know, you look there, and my captain. Realistically, I was going Salah Ross on. There was no other route. So you know, if I'd have gone Salah, yeah. I'd, have wa- I'd have walked out what ten more points or something like that. Yeah, these are the fine margins, aren't they? You think if you played, yeah. play, put Saliba in, you captain Salah over Son. Suddenly, there's 20 points, and yeah, the impact after three weeks is massive, isn't it? 20 points, but, but yeah, but that's not early I was, days. I was going to say with Saliba, though, as a defensive option, you you generally think of putting Gabriel and Zinchenko in, bef- in before him because because they're more they've had more attacking returns, like in the in the you past. couldn't have predicted that goal, like 4.5, though. 
like yeah, often yeah. being cheaper and you know he's playing. That's the thing. Yeah, that's that's the the, the advantage of Saliba, I think. There's going to be clean sheets in that as well, isn't there? But mm. like I, I was the same as you, you know, Salah versus Son for captain, and I went with Son as well. And yeah, but still feeling the pain now. But what I'm telling myself, Gareth, is it's only re- it's only really a five point difference, you know, once you count in Son's three point haul for, for captaincy that you uh, you got extra on top. So you know, you didn't lose out there. Uh, it could have been worse for us on Monday. That's all I'm saying. Like I was, it's horrible watching a player like Salah and thinking. Especially for you being a Liverpool leader as well, being like, I want him to do okay, but not better than okay. Like eight points is probably the limit. If he'd have got like ten or twelve, I'd be fuming. I can take eight. You know what I mean? Because it, it only doubles to sixteen. If it gets bigger than that, it starts to get to double digits. Uh, that's when it's uh, that's when it's bad. If you want some return, you just don't want uh, everyone else, uh, you know, benefiting too much. If he'd have got a last minute winner there, a last minute equaliser against United, you'd have been off your sofa, punching the air, you big liar. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. But no, I was going to ask you on the Liverpool points, probably a good point as any to, to talk about. I know you've got a strong feelings about uh, Trent. He is someone who I'm. I, I, I've gone through different versions of my wild card. There's a version without him in, there's a version with him in, like. I I I think I agree with your overall point with Trent in that, of course, you know, like how many seasons has he been like either the top scorer or the second top scorer? But at the same time, like it's it's you know, is he got? I mean, if it, I think if the Bournemouth game wasn't coming up, I would give it more consideration. Don't get me wrong, he's playing Bournemouth at home at the weekend, like I. I don't. I just. I can't quite bring myself to commit to bringing him out. It's still a possibility, but you know, it's that. It's that of that looming over me. But it's like we were kind of saying in the chat. I don't. You know, it's not these players. You know, you go through like last year, like Bowen, for example. I was looking at him. You know, over like the thirty-six appearances he had. How many? You know, he was like the. I think he was the fifth highest scoring player in the game. But he had eighteen games where he didn't get any points at all. And it was like Ooh. my logic would be if Liverpool didn't have Bournemouth coming up. And there is maybe this sketchy period where like Liverpool are conceding goals and you can't rely on Trent for clean sheets and you're purely going for attacking points. The gambler in me would be like, Can I get a can I like say say there are, let's say there's eight weeks this season where Trent isn't gonna isn't gonna get any points on top of like his appearance points. So apparently last year it was nine games altogether in an entire season that he didn't get any points. You know, we're three in now, so how many more can there reasonably be with Trent, I suppose, is the, is the counter-argument there. But I'll maybe be looking at it if Bournemouth wasn't coming up, maybe if the fixtures went, you know, uh, went as they were. Maybe this is the period to not own Trent, you know, and at the period when Liverpool are on the boil a little bit more and getting him then, maybe using the money temporarily to to use it for a for a James if you haven't got him or a, you know even a even a gamble like one of the Spurs defenders like a Perisic or somebody like that if it allows you to do that like you know a lot of people have been doing with the Robinson money could there be an argument for it there I just think like you look at Liverpool's fixtures coming up and you've got like mm. Bournemouth at home you've got uh, Wolves at home coming up in the next four games you've mm. got Everton away like you know Three, you couldn't ask for three easier games, probably in the four there. Mm-hmm. You're home to Newcastle, that'll be a challenge because the way they cut through City at the weekend, if we're playing that eye line <clears> and depending <throat> who's on our, our team, it could be problematic. But mm-hmm. that's three out of four games that you're looking at and you're thinking, do you want to turn Alexander Arnold in your team when Liverpool's at home to Bournemouth, at home to Wolves, and away at Evan? Mm-hmm. Probably. Like, and then when you look at things like, you just have to look at the other stats. Like, 
He got 32 bonus points last year, so he's, he's averaging an extra point in pretty much every game. But I think he only played something like 34 games, so he's, he's averaging a bonus point pretty much every game last year. Yeah. 18 mm. clean sheets, 12 assists. Like, And then when you look at like the, the best-scoring defenders last year, you've got Cancelo, who obviously everybody knows is like the alternative at City, the one who's involved and things like that. So it's no surprises that he's close. But if you go like looking beyond Liverpool defenders below Trent last year, you get into the realms of like Laporte for 160 points. You're getting into the realms of like Matty Cash for 147. You're literally looking at lads who got 60 points less than him. You know, they got like, you know, owned less than three quarters of the same points that he got. And I'll always come back to the fact that He's underpriced for me, like seven and a half million. When you're looking there, I agree with that. Spending, mm. What is Bruno mm. Fernandez? Ten is like, you know, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like yeah. If you, people, there's people, you know, Madison as far as the points he gets, he's more expensive than Trent. Saka is, Mason Mount is. You're mm. just like no, ch- mm. no chance on in hell for me. Like I, I just think. It's, I hope everyone does get rid of him because then I'd love, <laughs> I'd, love, I'd love Trent to become a differential for me. So if you are listening to your FBI podcast, <laughs> get him out your team. Go on, get him out. Gareth, three hundred thousand have got shut of him this week. Really? Yeah. <sighs> I, but I, I think the argument, I would like to defend the FBL podcast. I think the argument people are more making, it's more about Robert Robbo. It's more about like, so mm. f- for you, Gareth, would you, if you had double Liverpool defence, would you be stepping right now? That's the move people are making. It's like, well, if I take one of them out, I can use that extra money. And I think more people are getting rid of Robbo than Trent. Yeah, I, I have. I, I, would, I, I would fucking love to have Robbo in my team instead of Reese James mm. for the for the next next four games. I would, but like it's yeah. an extra, extra million. That's the thing. Robertson is also, I think, at risk of becoming a regular uh, guy taken off. It already looks like Simicus is going to be a guy that's coming on with 30 minutes to play Mm. sort of thing. So you're not going to be getting a full 90 from Robertson every week. And Simicus, like, obviously adds in additional, like, good legs. And he's also, like, good set-piece taker, good crosser as well. So I think it's going to be more of a challenge now that Mm. there's five subs for the Robertson place. Uh, I still think he'll obviously haul quite well, uh, but I've I've got rid of him in my wild card as it stands at the minute. Just uh, mm-hmm. I've kept Trent and then uh, looked to move Robertson on, and he is. I think Robertson's down to like ten percent ownership throughout the game or something, yeah, which like, is that, that's bloody attractive. That because like yeah, he, that's it. It makes him a good differential. Yeah, Again, yeah. he aver- Robbo averaged like a point a game more than Cancelo last year, but he, he played yeah. slightly less. But people like he just flies under the radar. He, he basically his points per games level mm. with with Trent. Like again, seven mil. Who are you buying for seven mil? Zaha, no one else. Like yeah, it's- that's it. So I mean, that's the thing because he's down to six point nine now. I think Robertson. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. mm-hmm. like, eight point five percent. Yeah, at the moment. So you, you could do the tr- like you could. I mean, I could switch in with Cancelo. Because obviously everyone's kind of thinking Cancelo's playing a bit more defensively or like not as as attackingly this year. But mm-hmm. I don't know. That's kind of the, the toss up to go. Or you could always, I guess, you could always just switch between them when you think you see I, something favourable. But it's a difficult one with Robertson, just with the price point. Mm-hmm. I think. I think that the argument I think people are making it's kind of it is that idea of, and I agree with it in theory. You know, you could have from last year the top scorer in eleven players. You wouldn't win FPL. 
because the game is getting them in when they're hot and bringing in say yeah. six weeks. Al Zaha is amazing. Having Zaha for those six weeks, but for the rest of the season, having a gross in his place or some somebody else yeah. like that. The counter to that and the reason it doesn't quite work and the reason Trent has circled right back round to being back in most of my wildcard drafts is that it's those Liverpool fixtures coming up. It's also yeah. the fact that it's Trent. It's also the fact that we're playing that game with Trent. Like I said there, you know, to flip it on its head, he, he had 32 starts last year and there was only nine he didn't he didn't get any points in. Closest to that was uh, Salah on 11, Son on 13, Cancel on 14, Bowen on 18. Um, different games where he, where he didn't get any points, but Trent, you know, was overall mm. the most consistent. And predicting those nine games where he didn't get points is, you know, it's probably a fool's errand, isn't it? Especially yeah. when there's a... A fixture on like Liverpool have got some with this with this specific Liverpool game as well. Obviously, they have had poor form coming into it. But I was listening to the uh, Net the Hall podcast uh, earlier, which is a very stats based one, and they were saying the stats for how Liverpool attack down the right going up against how Bournemouth defend down the left, uh, like their left sort of thing. Um, it's just so heavily in favour of like Liverpool this weekend that they could. You know their algorithm hasn't winning like three four nil at mm. a minimum sort of thing. It could be if Liverpool get ticking again. Mm. It, it mm. could it, you know I think the, one of the things they said about Bournemouth is they're the lowest performing team in every major category so far in the Premier League, and they're mm. still over exceeding their expectations. So even like they're playing better than anybody expected, and they're still the worst team in the Premier League by a long way. So. If Liverpool can get together that right hand side for their attack, Salah, Elliot, and Trent could have a field day. Might triple captain Trent. Yeah, <laughs> that's important. Uh, yeah, and Andy was uh, Andy was saying a little earlier that uh, I think Bournemouth concedes more crosses than anybody else as well at the moment. So, yeah, you know it could be one for a lot of Trent assists. So. Mm. Like as the Liverpool uh, supporter, Gareth, what did you make of the uh, the United game on it? I'm with no Jamesy here to uh, to have his victory that mate. So uh, uh, yeah, it, uh, <laughs> that well, was well, game of football. Oh well, at the end of the day, I told him last week <laughs> he wasn't confident <laughs> right. at all on the show. I was saying to him like, I'm not not confident. I wasn't confident all week, and I think mm. it, it it played out that way. It was just, it was mm. you know. Much closer, you know. People were talking about four nils, five nils. Like you're thinking, what you're fucking talking about? <laughs> when you see Still the team line, when you see the t- team lineup, though, and you've got Henderson and Milner in in, in midfield. Like Liverpool couldn't mm. carry both them in the same midfield three years ago. Never mind, like mm. now, you know. So that's you know that's that's one thing. But at the end of the day, it was what it was. United fucking worked harder, ran more, battled harder. You know, you know, you look at the stats and you look at our possession and you look at our shots and all that, and we had more of all that, but it doesn't mean a thing because they just deserved the win, absolutely deserved it. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, you can't, uh, can't win them all. But it does amuse me that the, just the, the panic, the blind panic, they, like, you're all over Twitter, social media, FPL, everything, like, just this whole thing. Like it's our second game that we've lost since November in 2021. <laughs> Suddenly it's like Liverpool are done, Liverpool are finished, transfer everyone out. Like, and you're just like, get out, bit of, bit of perspective, lads. You're like, come on. <laughs> Did it? I mean, I, I say, you kind of, I think you talked me around because I think I was the one, at least at the time of recording last week, I was, I was pretty much set on not Captain and Salah. Like knowing the risk of that, but I really think that risk could have paid off. Not for mm-hmm. me, not just for me, but for you as well. Like it, it was just it's Son that let us down. I think in general, Salah on eight points <clears> is actually 
it's you know in another week when you if if son had you know banged or you know like jesus had and you'd captained him like that could have been a really good week to go against salah so you know well, in theory it wasn't a terrible idea i mean this is probably one for chris really because that that was the first live 90 minutes of Tottenham mm. that i've watched this season and mm. Like the heat map in my head watching Son, like I say, he was deeper, he was more left side and things. Yeah. I don't know if that's been the case in the first couple of games as well, but I'd be interested just to kind of keep my eye on that Son heat map because last year mm-hmm. season he was essentially a striker with Kane, you know, playing as the, the deeper, deeper one, playing him through and Son playing off the shoulder. But if he's not playing like that this season, he's not going to get the same amount of points, is he? He's not, there's nowhere near. So suddenly Son becomes a bit more of a risk, risk for me. Yeah, I mean, Son's heat map is kind of all over the shot. Let me just see if I can share that. Uh, uh, it was the catalyst for me going for my wild card. It was, it was like, I need to get Son out. He needs mm. to go. Does that pop that up? There we, uh, go. there we go. So that's mm. Son's uh, heat map at the moment. So as you can see, it's just kind of all over the place. He's still dropping deep. It's still a bit of a threat in the uh, in the box, but mm-hmm. nothing. Uh, not. I think that's more what you'd have expected Harry Kane's to be mm-hmm. uh, from the way he was playing last year. Um, but yeah, the, it feels a lot deeper that more, and more yeah, left side. Is, uh, is, like is it a free site? That, Chris? No, Sorry. this is a paid. Uh, mm-hmm. I've, uh, this is paid on the uh, fantasy football hub. Right. On their uh, their thing, but yeah, as you can see, like his heat map, oh, he's kind of all over the the pitch, but not too mm. uh, not too much shots in the box. It's, one, quite it's high. like um, you know, I think that <clears throat> the thing thing with Son, I think people are kind of expect him to be reliable as well, and if hmm. he's starting to get you know pulled for. If he's the one who goes off for a Charleston rather than, you know, Kulazeski that people expected, Kane's probably you know, starting every game, isn't he? Kane's probably not being, yeah. being a risk, but even just general, like, football people who were just Spurs fans, I think, are, are noticing the difference that this is not, at least yeah, that's it, I think, not been the son that people need to. Yeah, it seems that Spurs are trying to figure something out different with the uh, with the info, uh, like with the with the uh, the way the team's kind of set up. Obviously, Kane was dropping not deeper last year. Uh, this you know, mm. seems to be playing a, a bit of a higher line, um, mm. but yeah, the uh, the thing with Son is that he generally overperforms, like his XG and stuff. Mm. But you can't always overperform the stat. At some point, he'll have to revert back to the norm. So mm. it could be just the case of the fact that this, this is the season where he can't sustain that sort of uh, run. But we'll see. I think the one thing Spurs could have as well is they. Bringing Richarlison in is good, but that's still only one player to kind of sub out over Son, Kane, and uh, Kulaevsky mm. sort of thing. I don't think they've got many other options that you'd really want to be playing all the time. Mm. Uh, I was going to say, yeah. wasn't he one of your big calls, Gareth? Was it was it Son versus Kane in your uh, kind of your main two drafts? You had a. Uh... It was that it, it basically boiled down to that Son versus Kane and mm-hmm. Kane's Kane scored, didn't he? And like, so there you go. Like, yeah. it, went, it went the other way, but equally, if I'd have had Kane, I'd have, uh, I might not have had Tony or something. And Tony scored, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's like, I, th- I think it came out, came out pretty even yeah. in, in, in the wash, really. But for me, there with Son, it's like when you're looking at the where you've got best part of 12 mil tied up in him, that's mm. when you're thinking, all right, well. 
is De Bruyne a better option or is, you know, suddenly can I spread that cash and can I get Robbo at the back instead of Rico Henry or can I get, you know, that's 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 the decision for me. It's where you've got mega money tied up in someone rather than saying yeah. about spreading, spreading your Trent money. Like you saw, yeah. you, if, you, if, you, if you've got team changing, tied yeah. up in somebody and you're... And you're yeah. You know that that's that's when you start to get fucking itchy feet. The thing then with, I'll look at his fixtures, and he's got Fulham in three weeks, hasn't he? And that's I, what. Yeah, I was just going to say. You, know, you look at these next fixtures. Forest next week, really, really good game. West Ham haven't come out of the the gates at all yet. Fulham, mm-hmm. City. That's a low score there because he's always good against City. His pace yeah. is the one thing that Spurs have against City that you know generally gets a haul in. And then you've got Leicester, and then Arsenal, which is a derby, so anything could happen there. And then Brighton away is probably the first game where you you have to see. But even then, you know, it's still only Brighton. But they, I mean, they're solid defensively. But I'll probably stick. I'll probably stick with him for to that Leicester game. And if he's not, mm. if he's not performing by that Leicester game, then he's then he's out. Because yeah. if you're not if you're not fucking getting points against Leicester and Fulham at home, and then either West Ham or Forest away. You think you ain't getting points? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Week seven and eight—that's the international break. So then you can do a kind of full reset sort of thing and see mm. where where everybody lies. You'll have more data to kind of work off at that point. And that's the other thing about spending all that money on him, isn't it? It's if you've spent all that money on him and you're not feeling confident enough to captain him, like what's he doing there? You know what I mean? That's when it starts to feel. That's why I got itchy, itchy uh, fingers and, uh, yeah. and this week, but. Yeah, not looking uh, not looking uh, great at the minute, but a team that did uh, did look uh, good this week. JP, he's back. <laughs> well, he always looks bad with that name, Kelsey, doesn't it? But, you know, yeah. <laughs> well, I was him, very happy about that. <laughs> Say that again, mate. Every time I see him, I'm like, whose team's that? Oh, yeah, it's JP. Of course it is. It is. <laughs> well, I mean, it was Sunday where it all sort of slightly go to hell in a handcart, really. But, I mean, I took Andy's advice of getting um, Zaha in. Yeah. But, I mean, just to go through the team on there, I, I, I've... Raya, I mean, I've played a wild card this week as well, so I'll, I'll sort of go through that. And I'm still yeah. umming and ahhing up to this this point as well because I angsted over the whole Trent Alexander bit, Alexander Arnold because I looked at the fixtures and just thought, well, he's going to come good. Just the law of yeah. averages in its most simplistic way. But 56 overall, that's okay, given I think how the league went. There wasn't that many people, it seemed to, you know, looking at our grapple league. Many people getting up around 70, 80, that didn't, that was very much a rarity. So I thought as long as I did above the average and kind of didn't lose too much. So yeah, Raya has always been, I mean, even though he conceded three goals, he gets three points. He does that quite regularly, just I think partly because of his passing game, doesn't he? He gets bonus points for, for that quite a bit and, and always tends to pull off a few decent saves. Trent, we've spoken about in, in, in detail. Trippier who I kept around through the wildcard team as well, because he's on set pieces. He looks absolutely rock solid. Newcastle looks solid. And mm. if they're making the kind of transfers they're being linked with, so someone like an Alexander Isak, you think, oh, okay, there's something really about this team that's starting to develop. Even though sports washing is obviously evil, just with that proviso in there as well. <laughs> City, you know, that's an anomaly. I did, my logic for the wildcard of having a stronger bench is I'm not sure if he's going to, give Cancelo a week off. That's my hmm. kind of thinking. He's due the next round of Pep Roulette. But they're not exactly strong on defenders, are they? I mean, they can go with, say, John yeah, Stones. Tend to drop there's, there's that, um, is it Sergio Gomez who they signed? He's yeah. like four and a half million. So there, there, was, there is talk of putting him in or uh, Aki. 
yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see Nathan Aki in, in there as well. And I mean, and Carl Walker still, I think, tremendous value. Mm. What is he, 5.1 at yeah. this point? And, he, mm. you know, he's always like pretty much a regular start. It was the midfield and the mount, it didn't pay off. Like, I thought this was going to be the week, like, against Leeds and everything else. And I didn't see the game. But I, mean, I was happy they lost, obviously, because I don't like Chelsea. But <laughs> when I saw the two points, I just went, he's 8 million. It's like a lot of what you guys have said about Saka. I just look at Chelsea, and when I've seen them, just in terms of that goal threat, it just doesn't seem like that sharpness is is there at all. And I imagine Mount is going to be the kind of player that we're looking at. Almost like, I wonder if post-World Cup, that might end up being the time to kind of get him in. Zaha went with Andy's tip, and I always fancy Wilf especially Villa, that had Wilf written all over it for him to do that. Obviously, I was quietly seething as he, you know, had a penalty saved and then scores yeah. from the rebound. He's celebrating. I'm thinking, there's disappointment <laughs> yeah. about this um, as well. And I'm actually thinking, I mean, it's it's funny from a while because I haven't got Zaha in there. Just looking at Palace's fixtures, I'm not too sure. And I'm also partly thinking at Eze as a sort of budget version. I managed to see in the flesh because like, Palace mm-hmm. were playing Oxford this week in the uh, in the League Cup. So I was at that game. Tremendous amount of violence afterwards as well. Like, you wouldn't have imagined like, <laughs> where that came from. The um, Oxford University are massive. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oxford United, like, bears zero resemblance to Oxford. There are just people, they love a scrap. Like, you see Bradford there, and you're assuming, well, it'd be Bradford who might be bringing their trouble. No. It's Oxford. Each and every time. Those market towns, they br- they breed maniacs. Um, but Zaha, you know, he, he's, he has got that level of consistency. You have him on penalties as well. So, I mean, and he's, what, is he 7.1? I think he's had a, a price. 7.1 he is. He, he yeah. said he's like, in 2022, he's the third highest scorer behind Son and Kane. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. He, he, exactly. Martinelli, um, I mean, even though he didn't, score this week and I think there's going to come a point with Arsenal and this is going to be the kind of large one where they they may start to make slight rotations particularly if we're looking between weeks five and six where there's the midweek rounds in there as well that Smith Rowe getting a game that type of thing Smith Rowe mm. I think the idea of Eddie and Kay playing up front and Hazel's playing out wide isn't mm. something because that's how they finished the game the other day mm. so you kind of think well that's possibly the, the case there um, but Martinelli certainly is always going to be a bench option and he's absolutely full of energy. And it's also the thing that doesn't probably get picked up is there's a real shot of him being in the Brazil squad for the World Cup. So, like, he's got to go at it all guns blazing. And it only looks good if he's, like, obviously working well in combination with Jesus, who wasn't the point scorer. But if you watch the game, he yeah. is the class <laughs> act on show. Like, you're, yeah. you're under no illusions about that in any way, shape. But goals and assists there weren't there in, in yeah. another unit, in an alternate universe, yeah. like. Odegaard stealing that second one off his foot and yeah. putting it in the net. That was hilarious, I thought. <laughs> I mean, Odegaard becomes an option at six and a half, but it seems to be like for a lot of the sack stuff, I wouldn't be surprised to see Saka have like the good weekend against Fulham in the way that it's mm. kind of rotated around the forwards of who's in that, in that kind of those four attacking players about where it's kind of rotating around. And you can see that at this, at this stage in the game. Haaland up front seems like somewhat, of a no-brainer because I think there's still mm. I don't think he's going to be part of Pep Roulette quite yet. Oh well, he said the opposite. Yeah, Pep came out and said the opposite. <laughs> oh fucking! <laughs> listen to Pep. Listen to JP. Uh, yeah. Ruined it then. Like, no, yeah, yeah. Pe- uh, Pep said in a press conference, uh, once City start playing more than one game a week, there's not a chance that Haaland starts. 
Yeah. Whether mm-hmm. that means he doesn't start a game at all and he just comes off the bench every game or he's starting right. alternate games or something. But well, he was saying that he was saying that um Alvarez is gonna start getting starts. I'd have thought with that Forest game, which is game week five, but yeah. Um I guess there might I be a chance. I, I, I think rotation this year though, like just to that point, like it's gone like because usually you go, okay, cool, and okay. Harland, I'll switch to Kane, you know, because he's going to play mm. every game, and that is something I've considered with like my wildcard drafts. But the thing is, with this with this five subs business, yeah, he's going to get on any Harland. He's going to yeah, get pitch yeah. time, and you give Harland half player. an hour against a yeah. tiring, not that's it. defense who've been absolutely up yeah. the entire. I think game. Uh, I think Jamesy touched on it last week and through that sort of thing. And uh, Salah did have a game last year where he came off like came on oh, with 20, 20, 30 minutes, minutes ago, left. scored two goals. Mm. Sort yeah. of thing, there's you know, there's easily a chance for a few game weeks. He did yeah, save a good same. few game weeks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's taking Pep Roulette to another level, isn't it? That you're, you know, is Haaland in the team, and then is he going to get on for a few minutes or that sort of thing? Just it to, feels like you're playing a game of bluff with Pep, with Pep Guardiola. <laughs> he literally has all the cards here, he's the only decision maker in the room, and you've got to start yeah. out thinking him and out smart, which isn't going to happen. I've Danny Ward on the bench, but he, I've taken him out of the foreign line just because I don't like Leicester. I don't see a clean sheet in them at all um, mm. at the moment. And they look like they're kind of turning into a bit of a crisis club. By all, yeah. Well, Brendan's the most, uh, the favourite to get sacked now, isn't he? I think. Mm. Um, it costs a lot, doesn't it? They're, they're, he's in there for a big, like, there's a big payoff. Yeah, 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 he got a big deal when he won the league and everything, didn't he, so. Is that why he's not just right. walking? Because like you would think, with everything being stripped around him, like he'd be like, "Fuck this." Is he just? It feels like, like yeah. You might, yeah, yeah. You probably would, wouldn't you? He's going to open his envelope and find his own name in it. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to wear the turkey suit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, he can't draw like Mikel Arteta either. Who's a shit? He's an artist, isn't he? A, he oh, is. If you want a good laugh, I do love I, I do love Arteta's art attack before each game. Uh, if you do want a good laugh, <laughs> I'd suggest reading David Squires, as I would do every single week in The Guardian. And he does Arteta as a Lego man with everything is awesome. And he's got a heart and a brain with like their hands up like that beside him. And then he points out that maybe Arsenal, after playing harder games than Palace, Leicester and Bournemouth, might be in for a bit more few tests later on this year. Have you watched it yet, JP? I'm up to episode five, and the problem is, is at this stage, I'm like, oh god, like this is this is we're entering <laughs> painful territory. I just kind of want them to just put a bit on there and go, well, they fell a bit apart at the end, but next season they're going to start off really well, so let's go on with it. I just want to hit that point. I, just I, 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 I love it when like Arteta asks some kind of semi-philosophical question or something like that in the change room, and you just see all the lads like. And they're just thinking like nobody wants to answer it. They want to like get it wrong or like make a twat out of themselves. I love There's it. Like <laughs> B tech level threes in that room. You're asking the philosophy questions. Like, I'll tell you what though, it's 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 definitely it's definitely making me lean more towards Arsenal. Like with the FPL there, with like where you've got like my yeah. and my team. Yeah. I'm like watching that documentary, and I'm like. They, oh, clearly that's what he looks fucking, like. they clearly fucking love him. They clearly, <laughs> you can see the love they've got for him and how highly yeah. they rate him. And you go, the, yeah, he's playing more than you think he's going to play uh, and stuff. Yeah. I mean, the one thing I think with FPL that it doesn't always pick up on is like the, it's sometimes some of the off-field stuff that's there. And the situation you've got is you've got three players like with contracts that have just gone under two years, and he's one of them. With the, I think there's an option to bring out a third one for him. But there's a point with the World Cup where I think 
Martinelli is just going to be going absolutely all guns blazing. And he really didn't play that much last year. Didn't play in, in the summer. So he's fresh and has learned that left wing role. It's whether or not they ever decide to use him as basically a third choice front striker. So, I mean, and, and that's always been the option with Martinelli. So he even has that value really as a as a forward threat, especially on the counter and whatnot. Um, I've heard that talking point with him, JP, just mm. to ask you the question. Like, people being like, oh, we've had Martinelli's points now. You know what I mean? No. Like, it's like, I don't think, <laughs> I, as you that. know, I've been very bullish on Martinelli for quite some mm-hmm. time because mm-hmm. it's just the way he came into it. You can tell these kind of players. Um, and I think for me, he's like, I'm quite bullish on Arsenal. Oh, no, it's like not league winning. I'm not like complete mentalist. We all know that the evil empire are winning and it's going to be Man City. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I think there's any, there's a number of Arsenal players who present value, particularly yeah. the pet. I mean, I, I think this game against Fulham is going to be slightly tougher. I'm, I'm slightly less sure of them at the back because I think Mitrovic is going to be a big test. Mm. Um, particularly if they tell him that he's actually playing up against Rotherham instead and they just like he, he goes into championship mode again and starts banging goals in um and then it's uh you know greenwood's gone off the bench like whatever he didn't he well, what, never you never what was the catalyst jp for your wild card like because i i like the look of your team I, to be honest going forward because we'll, we'll get into the wild cards in a yeah. minute we'll bomb through man and chris's teams first but like for me the catalyst was sun and it was mm-hmm. having fucking ward and goal like that was enough for me but i don't know you've got good balance there and that's good i yeah, there was that, but I also kind of thought to myself, there is a there is a point where you're missing the train on people, mm-hmm. and it felt like there was a lot of players who I was slightly I was missing the boat on, and I kind of wanted them in and around there. I wanted Zinchenko in there more. I wanted Perisic in there. Right. You know, I wanted to go down to kind of possibly one City defender, not because I think they're going to ship many goals or anything else. I wanted Mount out. I wanted. I brought in Ivan Tony to go with the three pronged mm-hmm. attack of Tony. Jesus and Haaland Um, and like three in midfield and still rely effectively on my defence for points. I mean, this was the one week with the defence, like the first part of my season. And I'm really happy generally with the start of that. Oh, you're not going to use 20th I know you're not the... doing well compared to Pat, but you know you're doing well compared to. Oh, Pat, don't. Yeah. <laughs> I bet he's played a wild card as well, the bastard this week. So, um, I can't even listen to this now. So yeah, that's what I mean. And in terms of the, the wild card, like at the moment, well, we'll do the wild cards in yeah. a minute if that's yeah. all right, JP. We'll throw yeah, go for it on screen. But like, I yeah, I I like the look of your team. Like I say, you've had. I think you're. You think you're still in like the top uh, twenty or so in the uh, mm. in the grappling twenty if yep. you are. Um, in there, you've had a great start, but I suppose it's the way to uh, to kick on even stronger, isn't it? You know, yeah. and move forward. But yeah, I've thought got a, a good little uh, good little team there. Like I say, taking that Zaha advice of uh, of Andy's, you know, he's always an unfashionable mm. player, but you know, he's uh, he's always going to get you points, isn't he? It was either him or Odegaard. They were the two I thought because I just fancied mm. Odegaard to actually have a big game because he'd been kind of spoken down a bit, mm. and I still think he's going to be as an option. And mm. The only player I would like to have in, and I haven't. Like he's got his gun dog, but I, I haven't seen too much of him about, and I think he's just in for a big few weeks because he's going to do do gun dog things, isn't he? Of course, of course. Yeah. Well, we'll bump, bump through mine and, uh, and Chris's team, and then yeah, we'll get into those uh, those wild cards. Uh, this was me, forty nine. 
Um, yeah, Warden goal again. The uh, the secondary reason why I'm uh, why I'm doing a wild card, but yeah, can't uh, can't live with that. <laughs> that. If anything, like it wouldn't shock me if Iverson starts getting games. Like the fucking state of uh, that that uh, that last of the fence and uh, and Warden goal in general. It was it was always too tempting, wasn't it? That four million for uh, each for mm. two keepers. It it was always a trap, and it's uh, it's proven to be so. As JP said, there you know it was a bad week for you know the. Uh, the big at the back, um, Trent, Cancelo, and Walker getting the uh, mm. the square root of fuck all for a week. Um, <laughs> getting rid of uh, getting rid of Robbo allowed me to afford Perisic and James. Uh, I did that did come with the price of uh, of losing Ben White, who you know he got a clean sheet. He didn't do uh, do any better than that. So I'm still up on that that transfer. It was always a, a short term move with the uh, the idea that a wild card will be coming. So can't complain too much about that. Everyone's got Martinelli. Uh, everyone's got Salah. Like I said earlier, different captain and could could have ended worse. So I, I'm I'm comfortable with the with that decision I made. Obviously, um, in starting a starting a Andreas Pereira um, worked out well. Um, mm. I think he's going to be a great twelfth uh, man for a a lot of squads uh, going forward. Song captain fail same as uh, same as Gareth <laughs> Harlem with six. And then there he is, Mr. IWC Bailey Gareth, first sub, and he yeah. actually got fucked up. Um, it turned out all right because anyone. What, what kind of moron leaves IWC Bailey on the bench? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a nice little setup as well for uh, the the Ollie Watkins goal, but that's the only thing that they seem to do all right in that game. That's his points for this year, isn't it? He's done now. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> you won't hear from him again. Yeah. Is, is he um, gone? Is, is he gone in your wild card? Uh, or are you you're hanging on? The only up? reason he, he might stay is there's a couple of drafts I've done where I've gone like 5-3-2. Uh, sorry, 5-2-3 even. And I've had just three cheap defenders <laughs> on the three three cheap midfielders on the bench. And he's been one of those three. But there's cheaper options, there's better options if anyone's got them. You know, Pereira's right there, isn't he? You know, that's that's yeah. that's your option. There's better options in the Leeds squad, in the yeah. Fulham squad, in the Brentford squad. Yeah, no reason to uh, to keep him going forward, but yeah, Coutinho got dropped and Bailey played. He's the uh, maybe these uh, IWC uh, FPL punders were right. Maybe if Gerard gets a sack, he could be right. Mm-hmm. He could be, he could be yeah. the main man for the next manager. <laughs> yeah, I think he's uh, even less likely to uh, to play after that. But like I say, I'm, I, I am a li- a little bit not regretful. I pulled the wild card. I don't I don't feel like it was a panic wild card. It was kind of similar to what JP was saying over the weekend. I was kind of looking at me, you know, my points coming in, continuing to, to fall behind. Mm. That was an element of it, but mostly it was, this felt like a weekend where we got a lot of information and it was a lot of like, okay, you know, Mitrovic is uh, clearly, clearly, you know, an option, an option now. Tony is clearly an mm. option now. It's becoming, you know, clearer, you know, maybe, for me as well, you know, my, one of my biggest gambles, and I was, to be honest, I got I got off scot free pretty much. Jesus, you know, he's obviously coming in on my wild card. I feel I feel blessed really that I've only missed the one haul. You know, I was saying last week that nineteen point haul wasn't going to happen every week, as we said. Then looking at JP's team, it could have it could have absolutely happened again um, this week. So that felt like a near miss, and yeah, something I needed to uh, to rectify. Looking at everyone else's team, but yeah, not a great week, not a not a disastrous week. So I can uh, I can overall overall uh, live with it. But yeah, we'll have a look at it. Uh, Chris's uh, team last as far as the uh, the, uh, the wild card is uh, for this week, and uh, yeah, Chris, uh, there you are, the bench warmers, uh, forty-seven. Only the two less than me, mate. But uh, yeah, and, uh, just uh, just below average as well, which is kind of round <laughs> for how the, the season's gone. I think. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, not, nothing major to talk about that everybody else hasn't uh, already touched on, really. Uh, mm-hmm. Ward in net hasn't really paid off. As I said, I generally put him in there hoping that his price would rise and then we could switch him out. But that's not even come off. So uh, I think that experiment can be uh, deemed Did a failure. Did he go down already? Is he 3.9? I think um, I switched him out before the change. But yeah, he's down to 3.9 now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say 0.1 there. Uh, yeah, Trent didn't get anything uh, due to a booking and the goals they let in. Uh, Reese James didn't do anything. Ideally, he'll go back out on the right wing and start getting the attacking returns. Carl Walker um, and uh, Robertson didn't return anything. Zinchenko got a clean sheet. Uh, no attacking returns, but continues to look yeah. uh, decent shout going forward. So he, he stays in my uh, draft going forward. Captain Salah. Uh, seemed like the obvious choice that week. Uh, managed to get one in. Saka, uh, as I say, I kept with him for another week. Uh, and I, that's pretty much his lot now, I think, on that mm-hmm. side. Um, Andreas came in off the off the bench because Grealish didn't play, which was my other big uh, big shout going into the season. Um, mm-hmm. If I'd have had uh, Gungadon there instead, which was the other option for that position. And as I was saying last week, that was the transfer I was thinking of doing. Yeah, But I thought I'd, I thought I'd give Grealish another week. That didn't pay off. <laughs> so uh, there's a lot of 50 50s that just haven't really worked. And then Harland and Jesus up front um, with a six mm-hmm. and a four. And then the bench, uh, nobody played. So the you know I've basically changed. To, we'll see when we do the wild cards, but the team's basically changed. So that I've got 15, 14 starters and then one that kind of comes off the bench quite often, sort yeah. of thing. So I think mm-hmm. it's going to be a stronger bit overall with uh, mm-hmm. a couple of early trends towards what I should have done to begin with. So, yeah, mm. not a great game week, uh, not a great game month, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we, uh, we'll we see how it goes. Yeah, move onwards. What was it? What was the trigger for you as far as a wild card goes? Was it similar similar thinking, more information? Yeah. To do it? I think, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's enough information to make solid choices, but the... Um, the ones that I was kind of banking on, Grealish getting a lot of game time hasn't come off and it looks like he's injured at the moment. Um, and then, you know, um, the keeper didn't really work. Saka, I think there's better options at that price point. Um, yeah, so I thought those three changes and then I could get rid of Robertson and use the money to boost the team in three of the positions. I think that's mm-hmm. a beneficial bit for it. Uh, to, yeah, we were saying this last this last week, JP, that like surely Saka's going to come good at some point. Like, and it's going to be typical mm. in it, Chris, the week you get off him. Yeah, that's it. I mean, start getting the one, getting the points. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mentioned that uh, podcast I was listening to earlier, Hall the uh, Net the Hall. Um, mm. And they were saying Fulham's weakness is kind of the positions that Saka picks up. So you'll more likely see Saka involved in the attacking side this, t- this week coming against Fulham than you have done in the previous weeks where teams have been kind of going down the left-hand side with Zinchenko, Saka, uh, and then Jesus going out to that side. This week, you'll probably see it more down the other side with uh, Saka drifting out wide and Jesus going out that way as well. So we'll see how it goes from that side. JP will be able to tell us how it all looks uh, live anyway. Well, yeah, I, I mean, like, I'm slightly terrified because I'm just thinking, am I jinxing it somehow, me turning up? <laughs> Which is not what conventionally logical people think. But um, no, I'm, I, it's a tough one. I, I mean, I think with that game of the weekend, I mean, I just think there'll be goals in it. But I can see mm. from the scoring. I, like, that's it's part of the reason when it comes to my wild card. Like, I've got Zinchenko in there at the moment, but I'm very tempted to ship him out and possibly even go with, like, 
like an extra like midfielder, like an Odegaard or someone like yeah. that. I was going to bring in an Arsenal option. But I think it's, if you just look at the run of fixtures that they have, like there's a, we've got a good few games before they face like Man United away. And we don't know what the version of like Man United, what that version of Man United is going to be. It's going to be a very different yeah. prospect from like Liverpool with that kind of pedestrian midfield. Like, and, and I think that's it. It's, it's whether or not is this a side that's going to sort of make hay while the sun shines. And in natural, yeah. Arsenal will all go horribly wrong. And it sounds like the World Cup is the <laughs> perfect place for Arsenal's season to completely fall apart. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's going to be the interesting yeah. one. It's, it's, it's also as well, like if you've got a Neto, whether or not they're going to go all out and try and buy a Neto or fit Neto in there at some stage, which... Uh, yeah, I think with the... Because the season... Sorry, the games are literally going to be... Everybody's going to be playing... The, at the top end of the table anyway. Yeah. Mm. A Saturday game, a midweek game, a Saturday game fairly soon with mm. uh, the European games and that sort of thing coming in. So you are going to get a lot of rotation uh, in there, whether they, they bring somebody else in or if they kind of shift around Tierney and uh, Tomiyasu and push Sinchenko <laughs> up forward and that sort yeah, of thing. There's that part of me wonders whether or not, I mean, Ben White probably had his best game at right back. He would like, I know he didn't get the assist for the Odegaard mm. goal, which was... I, I mean, when Benno pointed that out in the group chat, I did have a lot. <laughs> I felt like an arsehole doing that because ultimately it was all worked out well for me. But he certainly looked better as a kind of attacking force. But Arsenal are much stronger when they've got Tommy Asu down yeah. there in there as well. And there'll come points like with Saliba. I know a lot of people have gone in for Saliba because he's relatively cheap. I think th- there is going to come a point where they're going to take him out for a couple of games. Yeah, I think he drops out and yeah. uh, White, moves, White in, moves in. And then, yeah. Yeah, I, and then I, I'm happy the way with Zinchenko. It's the other one about whether or not. And I know oh, Zach Xhaka has seemed like a decent option because he's been sort of much more heavily involved, certainly yeah. in the penalty area, the couple of assists and and whatnot. It's whether or not is he going to be rested? They're going to move Zinchenko in the midfield. Yeah, and that, that, that's kind of option with that in order to fit Kieran Tierney in, who is kind of fit at this stage. And I think there's a point yeah. where he wants to to get a few more of them involved before Europe happens, just so they're not going into that Europa League games kind of completely undercooked. Yeah, because it's, it's weird with Arsenal at the moment because they're not really playing a left back in that no. Zinchenko and Zaka are kind of just like rotating in the position yep. without really playing there. So when they play a more attacking team, they are going to need Tierney in there to play left back. But yeah. when they're able to get on the attack and stay on top of teams, Zinchenko can go and Zaka can drop in. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if, if Zaka's already gone, Zinchenko just kind of stays sort of thing. They're both kind of playing the same position and trying to manoeuvre around each other. And I don't know how long that will be sustainable against teams that can hold the ball and, you know, hold the ball against Arsenal and yeah. play a bit, yeah. bit better against them. So that would be an interesting one to try and monitor and figure out what they're going to do in that in that bit. But the thing, at least with Zinchenko, is, you know, that Zach is at least going to get himself sent off once every four weeks. So mm. he's going to play a couple of games in there at least. So, uh, you know, you've, you've always got that going for it. I was Mate, just going to Son, say on... Son has uh, got, he's got four red cards in his Premier League career. Son has three. Yeah. And Son <laughs> yeah. is portrayed as like some sort of angel in this world. Yeah. Xhaka is the devil incarnate. Not to my Sadie. When she was on, on here before, you should have asked her about Son. Hating. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Hates on. He crocked Andre Gomez, her favourite Everton player. So uh, that's uh, <laughs> nearly smacked us Andre uh, Gomez. Off, off clean. So uh, yeah, Son is a hate, hate figure in my daughter's uh, daughter's eyes. Oh. Well, uh, before we get into to the wild cards, any other thoughts on uh, on the weekend's action? Any other game standouts? Any other talking points we uh, we haven't uh, really covered? But Brighton are doing well, aren't they? Yeah, mm. 
I think in if you're wanting some cheap cheap players there, like defenders, Vel- Veltman, Sat- Bobby Sanchez, Dunk. Yeah, they may be a team to uh, look at for players. Yeah. Obviously, like Brent Brentford lost, but they, they've got a good run, aren't they? You, you see know, a lot of uh, being mentioned. Just I, I love Trossard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trossard, yeah. Trossard and Mc, McAllister, if you're looking yeah. at uh, a cheap guy because he takes the penalties. Danny uh, Welbeck as help, well. But... Danny Welbeck yeah. as well is a, is a good well, Last pick on the draft for me, Andy. He was, he was still available in that last round. Proud of that. Well, he's the only, yeah. he's the only well, playing striker, he, like, but still. He, did, he, didn't, he didn't help you, but we'll uh, get into that later, Ben. I <laughs> it was close, mate. It was close. But yeah. there's, a new, there's a new Brighton defender coming in that they're expecting to be their starting left-back. Um, Estupe down. Yeah. From Villarreal. Yeah, and he's only, like, he's only like 4.5 million. So he could yeah. be one to keep an eye on for when he starts getting in the team. Very attacking, um, very attacking player as well. Uh, he's one who I've yeah. had half an eye on is to if he starts because saw him quite a bit for for Villarreal and mm. I know he's played in England before, hasn't he? So he sort of knows what he's he's ex- yeah. uh, going to expect. And they well, do so. Brighton do have attacking wing backs like Lamptey and Veltman mm. and sort of thing. They 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 are you know decent attacking threats as well as being fairly good for a clean sheet Brighton uh, for the you know their position in the league. So definitely you- get on your watch lists. I'd also like to mention 17-year-old Irish striker Evan Ferguson, who scored from in the League Cup. Of course, <laughs> stick, stick your Haaland. That's what if, only, if only there was a the man to go with. He's yesterday's man. Is, is a hate figure for me, him, JP. I tried to sign him on loan for Carlisle on my on my football manager <laughs> last last week. He, he refused to join me and joined a team lower down the league than me. I was good. He was going to solve my striking crisis, but. Uh, wasn't up for it. The little shit. <laughs> it's always like that with those games. It's like when I used to play EWR and I booked like a Brit Res promotion and signed Cy Valor, who like I knew. And then any time I'd see him in real life, I'd be like, "What? Why aren't you getting over, mate? Like, what? Why? Why? Why am I booking all? I'm booking you booking his foods. I'm giving you all these segments. You just stop getting." Over. I just see him slightly differently. He was just a constant yeah. disappointment for me. Sophie says you shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wonder who Sophie was. It was like a model, wasn't it? That, uh, that I was a uh, porn star, I believe. Oh, was it? Yeah. He's a dodgy one, that rather than what we've been through. That. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Book matches. <laughs> Did we want to touch on the Mason Mount stuff? Uh, was it Chris? Yeah, oh, yeah, so, yeah. Or it, um... yeah, go for it. Yeah, uh, let me just uh, share that screen. I definitely have opinions on Mount while Chris is getting his information up, whatever. Yeah. Like, I, I, he just, whether it's a gut feel thing or not, I don't know. But he always feels to me like, I think I said this in our group chat as well, like he's a player, if you're going to have him, you've just got to have him and just stick with him because there's no point right. trying to predict his matches yeah. for, for me. Because yeah. he could, you know, he has these so, random weeks where he hauls, but it could be against Man United, it could be against Man City, as equally yeah. as it could be against yeah. Bournemouth or whoever. So, you, you so this is... Uh, from game week twenty three last week last season, he got injured for four weeks, and then obviously, as you as you just saying, it's feast or famine. Like big return, sixteen points, and then three points, nothing, two points, eight, nineteen points, four points, mm. five points, one point, thirteen points. So mm. as you say, he he's either banging them in or he's not. This season, obviously, uh, three points, two points, two points, which is low, obviously lower than expected. Not got a big haul kind of expected coming in five points there, so you're kind of looking at probably an assist or a goal in uh, 
some of those games like Leicester, Southampton, West Ham, Fulham, and then Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Um, heat match kind of show. So the interesting one with him is for me is going to be if they sign Aubameyang and what impact mm. that, that mm. has because then if they're playing with a proper striker instead of Havertz then what what does that mean for Mount does he does mm. he stay in that front three does he go deeper and play in the mid midfield a bit more but yeah. at, the end of the, at, the, at the end of the day like he was number fourteen last year in terms of points per game like in the whole game so he's yeah. and it was like five points a game average so he's someone he's just going to tick he's just going to tick over but. That's it. If if you're okay, I don't think it's okay having him at eight point uh, eight million though, just to have him ticking over, sort of thing. When others, uh, well, I'll click on the in the bits in a in a minute when others are kind of hauling a bit more, as you say, like zero point two expected goals, zero point two expected assists. So, uh, yeah, not exactly great there. The heat map kind of shows he's not in in, in the danger area very often. Mm. Takes long shots. You know that's his thing, isn't it? He, he shoots from distance. He's, a, he's, a, he's like a Chelsea James Ward prowls, isn't he? I, I think, in a way, yeah. Oh, I think that's uh, a fairly, fairly decent shout in terms of uh, that. And then, so I've got him versus Saka here. So Mount's in the blue, Saka's in the red. So you can see Saka's expected to get more assists, and BCC, which is something else. Most expected to be in the Blackpool Combat Club is uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but Mount, Mount takes has more touches, takes more shots, uh more you know, mm. same shots in the box, but you know. Um and then you've but got it's more fake BJJ just isn't the same as Saka. No, that's it, yeah. So, <laughs> um as you can see Saka's obviously kind of more I'd say more on the ball and more on one side. As we were touching on earlier, the game against mm-hmm. Fulham, where Fulham are weak at left back, he'll be playing more with the ball. I think this week coming up, um, and I think Saka's stats so far are all kind of looking better this season uh, for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, we've got, and he takes he takes pens as well, doesn't he? Saka and Mount doesn't. Is that right? Uh, so, I mean, Arsenal haven't had a penalty yet, so uh, but yeah, the, the assumption is that he's going to take more. Uh, take him ahead of uh, Jesus, at least it seems. Um, so yeah, Kulevsky there. Um, chances created and assists are heavily in favour of Kulevsky, whereas shots are more mount sort of thing. So mm. um, similar sort of stats. Well, Kulevsky's got obviously got the the more points, eighteen points over seven. Um, but he's as you expect from a, you get from a lot of Spurs players, highly over his expected points. So he's only expected to have 13 and he's got 18, whereas Mount's expected to have 11.5 and he's got seven, which kind of shows the underperformance of the Chelsea team, I guess, as a whole anyway. Um, mm. So, do, yeah. Do, do, you have, do you have this? Do you have your gut player players? Because, like, for me, like, I know Kulachevsky did well last season. I know his points per game was excellent and things, but yeah. I just have this nagging gut feel of, like, well, he can't keep that up. Like my brain, all these stats. I'm looking at all that, and I'm like, "That's brilliant." That's like, if, if, this was blind, if this was blind, and you had nothing else on there, I'd be looking at this and be like, "Well, of course you put him in your team." But because yeah. I know who it is, my brain just goes, "Can't yeah. that up, no chance." It's um, what's it? Yeah. Uh, unconscious bias, isn't it? So well, probably not unconscious bias. It's just bias, I suppose. <laughs> uh, Louis Diaz versus Mount. Um, they're basically the in a lot of places, kind of similar, but Diaz is better mm. in the areas that Mount is best at, if that mm. makes sense. 
you know, shots, uh, big chances, shots in the box, shots on target, shots as a whole. You know, it all kind of leans towards Diaz but, over but, now. But, well, Liverpool are a more expansive team than what Chelsea are, aren't they? Going forward, yeah. So I'd expect yeah. him. He should. He should have more. To be honest, Luis Diaz compared to compared to Mount. Yeah. So in that case, you know, you might as well sub out Mount and get Luis Diaz in. Yeah, you know, the stats are all uh, leaning towards Louis Diaz as well. He's actually—I I thought he played a bit more central than uh, than his heat match shows, but Louis Diaz kind of plays a lot on the left. Mm. Um, on the, do, do you think it carries on for Diaz with Liverpool? Gareth, obviously, you know, we got a you know couple of games. Darwin's back. Um, you know, Jota potentially coming back and being involved. Does the system change up at all? Is minutes uh, a threat? I mean, it's going to get. There's going to be games where he doesn't start 100. percent mm. But um, again, I've said I. I just don't fancy him as a goal scorer. I don't believe that right. he's going to get 15 goals. It, like he, I, I just don't think he's got that in him. He just it just doesn't look like his his game at all. Like he's a bit of a. He's a bit of a rich man's Anthony Gordon to me. Like I think he, <laughs> he looks he looks dangerous. He's, he's a, you know he's really he's close control. He's dribbling. Uh, you know, like he, he looks a threat. End product. I've still got to be convinced on it. Like yeah, I, I know I said that in our chat, and then he popped up with the fucking goal against um, <laughs> um, um, the equaliser against Palace. But Palace, yeah. like I just. I don't know. I don't. I don't see it. I don't ever see him being like a Mane on that side and getting the volume. Of yeah. that he, that he, that like, he doesn't look deadly in the box at all. Yeah, I mean the the, the stats so far: seven shots on target, uh, seven shots in total, three on target. Um, six of them, six of the seven shots were in the box. Three of them were on target. So he's, the one that he scored is the one that he scored from out. That he took from outside the box. Mm. But when you're thinking, he's taking. Six of his seven shots from inside the box, he's going to have a high XG. Because obviously, the closer you are to the goal, the more expected the the shot would be to go into go in, sort of thing. So, the the, the stats would show that you'd expect him to score quite a bit if he's continually shooting from close in. That's why uh, Sun scores so much. Sun and Kane score so much because they don't shoot from far out; they shoot from you know penalty box to six yard box. That's basically the area they take the bulk of their shots from. And so, the, so the early stats, the early stats would indicate would indicate that Diaz is going to be in that sort of area when he's taking his shots. Do, does mm. that does that stat there, Chris, say is that the XG is not point nine? So in essence, yeah. his XG is a goal a game, a goal he's a game, actually, but he's actually yeah. given not point three. That feels about right to me. Like you'd expect him to score, but he, he needs three chances to score. <laughs> like yeah. to, like that's that 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 probably. That probably yeah. feels about right, which is why I never feel like he's going to get the the volume of goals because he, he he just he doesn't look clinical at all. Mm. Yeah, that's it. But if he's getting the chances, you know, it's most likely that he'll uh, he'll continue getting in. He'll probably get into double figures. I thought this year, at least. And then well, the last one's just James Madison, who uh, mm. basically the same areas as Mount, but Madison is currently. Uh, really outdoing them on shots, uh, shots on target, and mm. shots in the box. It's a free kick taker as well. Um, yeah, uh, that's about it, really. Um, so, if you're going off how it's gone so far, I'd probably say Louis Diaz or Kulievsky, yeah. then Madison, and then Saka. It's looking like, but I think they're all better options than Mount. Mm. 
So, yeah, move on from Mount. <laughs> <laughs> the short answer is... You <laughs> <laughs> should pin him off. <laughs> yeah. Well, to, to, to that question, I was going to ask Chris, like, are you keeping that eight-odd million slot in your wildcard team going forward? I don't know if you want to take take us through that. Like, I've... Yeah, if you want to pop I've the, had uh, that... At, like, Kulu was oh, initially on uh, mine, um, as far as, like, my eight million player. He became Diaz at a point... It's, I'm now looking at, like, for my version, I, I haven't got an 8 million odd player. Um, I'm thinking mm. going to be cool up front, thinking of using that money in defence, but you go going Kulu, are you, at the minute? Yeah, as, as it stands, uh, it's between Kulu or Diaz. Um, mm. I'm also wondering if Perisic is going to play two games in a row. He will in last week, weren't he? Yeah, and my thought yeah. is I could maybe move that down to something else. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe just wait on that. Ideally, I'm waiting for Doherty to get back into the team. I'm, I'm yeah. loving the fact that his price is falling at the minute. I saw that this week. What, yeah. when, what, when he's down to 4.6 or whatever and he comes back in, jumping straight on that because mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll go straight back in over Emerson Royale. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, as it's done, I'm moving into Edison. I think uh, Gareth was saying last week, you might as well just go for the, the set and forget like keeper for Man City. Like He's going to play every game, isn't he? So. Uh, I'm happy with that. Um, sticking with Trent, uh, sticking with Cancelo, sticking with Zinchenko. Uh, Perisic is the one that I'm thinking on. Uh, sticking with James as well, because I can't see them not going reverting back to playing on the wing. Um, and he's dangerous there. Getting Martinelli in, uh, which I probably, I mean, I was saying last week, if I, I had two free transfers, I could have moved Saka down to Martinelli and Grealish over to Gungadon, and I wouldn't have had to wild card this week because I'd be where I am now, basically. Uh, so, uh, you know, that was a, a bit of a mistake on my part. Uh, Ooh, obviously, keeping keep Salah, uh, Kuleski, Gungadon. Uh, I'm a massive fan of Gungadon, uh, so, and he's the captain now, as we were discussing, so I, you know, yeah. I think he'll play a lot. He was also elected by the team to, to be the captain, so it kind of feels like the team expected to be, you know, the players want him on the pitch all the time, it feels Is like. Bernardo his biggest threat? As far as like taking that spot up, um, no, I think they kind of play well together, kind of in like the double pivot, don't they? And then they've got Calvin Phillips, I guess, to come on and switch in yeah, in the nice. uh, in the other games. And then I think Cole Palmer sometimes gets a run out in that sort of position as well. Mm. Um, so you know, I mean, obviously it's City, so he won't play every game. But um, I um, I like that thinking though, though, because if you, if you are going to go City. You know, you can spend almost you can spend eleven and a half million on Haaland, and he might play every he might play every game. He might not. Sounds like he's probably probably not. But that's an eleven and a half million player. What's Gundogan right now? Seven point something. Like uh, seven six, I think he is now. Yeah, so it's more acceptable, it's, isn't it? You know, less less. You know, it's a lower ceiling, hmm. but it feels more acceptable. I'll say, yeah. say it's 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 funny that um, Kevin De Bruyne has not even been mentioned in a lot of teams. Yeah. Mm. There's um one of the yeah. one of the people I've. Uh, Watch regularly FPL mate. He's had yeah. um, uh, he's gone De Bruyne over Salah all season long. He is currently five and a half billionth in the world. But the, I think it's the decisions around that that have. Uh, yeah. uh, I think if you'd have started with KDB over Salah, I, I think you'd be you wouldn't be that bad off. Uh, I think they're fairly equal so far. So uh, yeah. the, the interesting one for me that's not mentioned is Foden because obviously we went through mm, the eight yeah. millions there where you were looking at your Saka's, Kulusevski's, Mounts. Mm. Diaz. Oh yeah, I didn't even think to him. And, and like, like Foden is someone who the two City games I've seen, 
he's been a right greedy bastard and he should have just squared it for Haaland twice. <laughs> yeah. And, and Guardiola yeah. fumed both times he's done it. And like, this is where I, you're like, you're watching stuff and you're reading into it. And I'm thinking, Guardiola's pissed off there. He's either pissed off that he hasn't passed to Haaland and it's going to affect his chances, or he's thinking, I just have to tell that lad to just pass it to fucking Ireland and then there you go, yeah. you're, getting two, you're getting two assists in that situation and given how frequently he's played, I think I said last time I think he'd played something like 95% of City's games after Christmas like last year, yeah. he was one of the most regular starters, I think Foden's the one I battle with the most, like I think yeah. he's, I feel like I should have him you know he's got a haul in him and uh, I don't yeah. know but That's I, the I, thing. I don't have the courage of my convictions it's, uh, for me, it's also the thing I because I had him last season. But you, you're basically waiting on the team sheet to know if you're going to have a good FPL week. And yeah. I don't know because I, I still think he's a bit of a miniature risk at, at certain points. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I could polish that up if we wanted to go into it. But I, I think he's a viable option. But Gungadon feels like he's going to be the fairly nailed at this point so I'm happy to go with that and you know he gets a lot of returns you know he scored against Newcastle as well didn't he so and then um, I've just got the playing bench really um, Ward uh, Tony uh, Andreas Pereira and Stansfield who's also from Fulham getting a lot of game time it seems at the minute so, oh, more like season four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I, like, uh, that's really like vicious. <laughs> horrible man. He plays a nice bloke, doesn't he, in the latest day for Sam? But speaking of uh, celebrities, James Tony there. Um, like, first <laughs> up, uh, like, I'm in the same position. Yeah. I'm probably going to end up with 12 players. I want to start. It's almost the season where you don't want to do that. Like, not mm. like, is. That will well, hurt that. My thinking, Everton, playing Everton at home and then being on the bench. Well, my I thinking gonna, is, I was going to say, what's he thinking? If yeah. if, per- if Perisic doesn't play, Tony comes on. If Gungadon doesn't play, play Tony comes on. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the risk, isn't it? But it's mm-hmm. particularly with the three games coming up in a week, and then we'll be like, it's kind of like some of these people will miss. I thought will would miss a game. So uh, Tony Tony won't miss a game. He'll pr- he'll play all three of those games. Yeah. So mm-hmm. at least knowing you know I've got two guys that are coming on that ca- can come on and you know get something at least you know two points minimum sort of thing. Two um, guys. He's still playing. I, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean that that's kind of the thinking at the minute. Also, you know, as I was saying, I was kind of thinking of the bench boost, but. You never know. <laughs> Maybe not two guys at Arsenal away. Uh, so, but, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm fairly happy with that. I think it's solid. Um, the one thing is uh, no premium striker. Uh, yeah. So I'd have to get two two together, two uh, transfers together, and then downgrade, you know, uh, Kuleski down to a four, four million mid or something, and then Tony up to Kane or Haaland or sort of thing. But we'll see how it goes. To be, to be honest, that's not too bad a thing not having a premium striker because your Jesus and Tony's have probably got the same points as Harland and Kane aren't they mm-hmm. yeah at the moment I mean Tony, Tony will obviously um, fade away a bit as it goes on uh, I, I expect Jesus to kind of keep pace with Kane and Harland as the, as the season goes on so we'll see where that goes but I mean Tony to uh, Mitrovic you can kind of swap out as well but Brentford at the minute 
top of the table in terms of games coming up. Fulham are quite a way down. Uh, like you can give it a few weeks here. out, yeah. Maybe but like three on, or four weeks. Yeah, so, I mean, once you get to, like, game week, what is it, nine, Fulham are at the top of the table, you know, Newcastle, West Ham, that sort of thing. So when it gets to that stage, I can swap them out week, week seven, week eight, swap from Tony to Mitrovic, and then go yeah. with the easier games. Yeah, I'm thinking really strong that, Chris. I think it looks a good decision. Mm. Thank you. I think it should work out. That's Twitter. You don't need to do that. <laughs> yeah, that's, all, that's all good. Don't get those DMs on screen, mate. Be careful. That's uh, it. <laughs> yeah, I'm always terrified of that. Uh, JP, do you want yeah. to throw, throw yours up next? You I, will, I will have a look on here. Just bear with me for one second. Well, do you want me to throw my yeah. up? Uh, so, I mean, hopefully that Mason Mount thing helped out. I think uh, if then, you know, for good, who, who, who asked the question and stuff. So if we do get any other it. queries like that, I can bring them up in the future. Man. As my computer decides to freeze at this point in time, I can just see like a frozen <laughs> I, I, look on my face. I think I could. I think I might just be like randomly just turning up at Chris's house with a few cans one day and just knocking on. The <laughs> <laughs> just, just get some data up, and we'll just. Sit and look at <laughs> <laughs> right this is to you. Your idea again. Is better, <laughs> right, right, right. I bet you'd be a for uh, it. I mean, uh, uh, it's um, thirty-six quid annually. I got the the offer that they were doing because it was like fifty percent off before the start of the season. So you pay like three quid a month or thirty six quid trade off or whatever. So, so, so I thought we would not have to talk you through. I'll be in your DMs. Oh, no. I'll, 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 uh, I'll shoot you the uh, the password or whatever. JP, <laughs> <laughs> I've got mine up. If you want to send me a screenshot of yours, oh, maybe I can throw it up. I've just done it now. Out. I think I've just shared it on here now of what it is oh, at the okay. moment. You so got this it is. Big. Here, here it is. This is the team at the moment. This is obviously very much subject to change. I've got Edison in goal because I just can't be angsty Ooh, over City defenders. That's a bloody here. good team, that. Um, looking across the back fours, Inchenko, Perisic, Trent and Trippier. Um, midfield, Martinelli, Sally, Salah, Rodrigo. Uh, Tony J. I've gone big. The only thing I'm angst about is the premium striker option because my temptation is actually to bring in Gundogan. So I just think he's going to be playing, like Chris said, he's going to be playing all of these games. I could use that to perhaps strengthen the bench. I put Almiron in there. I think Almiron is worth a punt as a weird mm-hmm. differential around 5 million because he seems to be very, very popular. He seems to play a lot. This might be the time he gets in goals. But if you go by statistics on this of previous seasons, it never really looks quite that way. Andreas, Nico Williams are there as well. I've got. I don't know why I've got Sanchez in there. He'll clearly be like. I think it's just in case something happens to Edison that there's like a good solid choice to go in there for that mm-hmm. week. So I've gone more heavy on the attack options and mm-hmm. less some some around that midfield. But I just th- also think Rodrigo is going to carry on a bit of that goal scoring form for Leeds. They, they, I wouldn't trust a Leeds defender with my life. Well, they said, they, they, I read um, earlier that Bamford could be back on um, weekend. Mm. Well, Bamford didn't play in the uh, League, uh, League Cup game, so I don't think he's ready yet. I yeah, also I don't see how Bamford could get in over Rodrigo. Like Rodrigo's mm. playing like lights out at the minute. He's you know a really yeah. good part of that Leeds team. I think it'd be difficult just would to, you? you wouldn't you, you wouldn't, wouldn't want to risk it. it. Uh, and I don't know if um, Bamford kind of plays that high press as well as Rodrigo. I've not really yeah. like, looked into it, but Rodrigo's been doing really well. To be honest, is it the worst time for Leeds to cash in on Bamford? He'd make a few quid, maybe would, somewhat of a busted flush if Rodrigo's going to be for that, for the kind of game that Jesse Marsh wants him to play. And he looks like a manager who, if it's if he, if he carries on this form and just gets him to the safe, safety relatively seamlessly, he'll be there for a while. Mm. So I was tempted by Jack Harrison 
as well because I know he's only yeah. six million. And again, Leeds going forward do have something about them very much uh, yeah. at the moment as well. It's it's for me the big thing is Newcastle if they get Isak, and it's like what, how much does he come in for? Well, it looks like looks, yeah. looks like he's um, signing for him. He's passed the medical today. Yeah. 50, 58, 58 million. Fifty eight million. I mean, Callum Wilson's taken a knock hasn't he, on the, on the ankle. And he said, if nothing else, he's injury prone. Yeah. But it's also about how it affects the rest of that team in terms of a much more mobile centre-forward as well. I mean, just, a serious yeah. decision from them. They've just massively upgraded Chris Wood, basically. Yeah, they have. They have yeah. 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 He's, he's not a goal scorer, though. That's the thing. Like, I just... It feels like a lot of money, that, to me, for somebody who, again, is, is another... Needs six chances to score a goal. That last Swedish Andy Carroll, then is he? Is oh, <laughs> is a less productive Andy Cole, I would say. Oh, like, right. is, is a, like yeah, I, I don't know. Is it feels it feels a risk at that price? Rodrigo for me there, JP. This is this will be your Martinez with me for this season because Rodrigo, <laughs> Rodrigo is my classic in my brain. He's had his points already. Yeah. He ain't keeping this up, and, mm-hmm. and that, and it's another. My brain says that, but he won't. He'll he'll be a Lundstrom or something like that who keeps hauling or Martinez or something like that keeps it going over the course of the season. And you can have a little rice smile on your face every week when Rodrigo chips one in, knowing oh. I won't. I won't <laughs> yeah. But then I was the same with Rafinha last year. I just refused mm. to do that. But it it feels to me that he's very much taken up that mantle, and I'm fine with going for the. Poundland, Poundland version of Rafinha is very harsh on Rodrigo, really. Oh. But, I mean, <laughs> keeps his place, cruel. though. Yeah, yeah. I think he, look, I think he looked good as well. Um, Aronson was it Aronson, the American yeah. lad? Yeah. yeah, he looked. Uh, and he's five, that team. five million as well. I mean, it, it's it, 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 it's a weird one to work out because obviously I just wouldn't trust a Leeds defender at all. No, like. I mean, that's pretty much a good life rule, I suppose, coming back to the 70s. But at the same time, like going forward, there's enough interesting options. Interesting to see if Dan James goes to Spurs, because that's something that seems to be very heavily, heavily really? linked. Yeah, yeah I, I don't see what people see in Dan James. I don't think he's... No. How many chances it seems to get. But then I don't seem to understand that Gordon move from Everton to that's Chelsea ridiculous. either for 60 million or whatever. That's Chelsea holding again, isn't it? Mate, you could have made I mean, Morgan yeah. Gibbs white up to me, and I um, no. He <laughs> <laughs> cost the same money as Jesus at the end of it. Like, yeah, yeah. Or he's a conservative MP. He's one of the two. <laughs> have you got? Have you got any money left uh, in the bank, JP? Because my yeah, draft I think I've similar got, to yours, but I, I haven't got a. Uh, if I go to the transfers, I think I've got half a million left. No, I've got one million left. One million, yeah, because yeah. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. like I'll show you mine. It's so similar to to yours. Yeah. To be honest, that it's like it's basically the uh, the life. same team. Great minds uh, think I like uh, JP, but yeah, with me, like so that's the squad as it stands, and I it's very similar. But Rodrigo would would be fair sub for me. Um, I wouldn't be starting him, so I don't know whether it's the, the money I've got mm. in the bank or or, or what. If, if anything, I'm considering binning off because I'm not going to play him. But at the minute, yeah, um, Warden Sanchez, maybe that's where I'm, I'm making that saving. Um, as far as I go and uh, Brighton uh, for a goalie, as we uh, we talked about uh, earlier, Perisic still in there. Uh, Trent Walker Cancelo are staying in there. Zinchenko um, is new to to my lot. Martinelli. 
And then I've got De Silva, Rodrigo, and, and Andreas Pereira as kind of the three low-priced there midfielders that are probably going to make up my bench. Salah stuck with, and yeah, as I say, for all my talk, Trent still are, still Trent and Salah are there, are still in the squad. Bournemouth are on. What can you say? And then same as you, yeah, Jesus, uh, Tony, and uh, I've gone Kane um, up mm, front as opposed. Yeah. That could be Haaland by the time uh, we get there. Maybe I'll get the other kind of version of this team is me getting brave and going with De Bruyne um, and having Mitrovic uh, as the third striker um, and maybe just going for him early. Because of the price rises, I might be slightly priced out of that right now, so I might need to make some adjustments uh, in defence. But the the problem, the, the balance I've kind of found hard is like, I keep finding myself with almost too strong a bench and it's like, it feels like it's, it's just the wrong season for that. It feels like it isn't worth having, you know, six point three million tied up in your in your first sub. Maybe I should be, you know, going for like a, a four and a half million player there, upgrading somewhere else. It's almost hard to use the money mm. um, this year, I think, in a, in some ways. So yeah, that's kind of where I've gone. I've had twenty seven different variations on this team, like I say, and it's been a, it's been back and forth. The Chelsea defenders were, you know, I had James was was has been in there from the start. He might still. Well, uh, make an appearance that he's been in and out. Maybe, maybe I should do the same as you two guys and uh, and Edison um, should be in there. But yeah, it's um, I don't know. I, I don't know how happy I with I am with it. Really, it's it's more a case of like, am I making changes now that I've hit that wildcard button? And I'm making <laughs> am I making changes for the sake of making changes? Am I trying to go as far away from my original team as possible? Um, you know, or am I, or am I repeating mistakes? You know, like you know, Gareth, you said last week you were trying to consider between uh, Son and Kane, and uh, and went the Son route, and I've been moaning about having Son for the last three weeks, and you know, looking at my wild card that basically just replaced them with Kane. Uh, is that smart? You know, should I go in a completely different direction? I've been everywhere with this wild card. I'm interested to see you go with the three strikers because I know typically you're like me, and you don't have the, you don't value strikers as much as no. you know your draft team's the prime example of that isn't it of like going yeah. for your defenders <laughs> and your midfielders first like so I'm surprised to see you go full three mm. but then I suppose the value that you got in Asus and Tony it's sort of, if it, you know it's tempting like there. I say last week there when I had that Son Kane thing it was probably my lack of desire to have three strikers that mm. probably turned me away from that but you know when you look at that it makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> like it's, it, it What's is a changed, Gareth, is like, I, I, in my head, I had a template where it was like, yeah, you know, especially at the start of the season when it was like, there's going to be no good strikers again. You know, all your money goes in midfield. And my first couple of wildcard drafts had that 8 million player in there, you know, all the, all the candidates we just talked about. And then I just started to kind of realise, like, I don't feel confident about any of them. So why is that position in my team? Why am I holding a space up for Kulu or Diaz when I could literally use that money to get to, like I say, have Tony, Jesus and Kane up front and keep Trent in the back? Yeah. And if anything, I'm looking I'm looking at a 5-2-3 at this point and <laughs> I would never have like considered doing that at the start of the season. You're absolutely right. I mean, it only takes a couple of game weeks if Kulu bangs over the next couple of weeks or Diaz does or Madison does or Mount does, any of those candidates, Foden, you know, does. I might look a bit foolish, but right now, none of them are filling me with confidence. So it was like, well, you know, I don't need the position. I don't need to play more than two midfielders. I can, I can go without it's funny because then if you are thinking along that mindset of like the five two three, mm. then there's possibly an argument for not having 
Rodrigo or Martinelli and going, yeah. actually, I'm going to get a... Alex and Norredison, even instead of like a Sanchez yeah. or something, you know, maybe mm. three city defenders, you know, for example, something like that. You know, if you, city get a clean sheet and you're suddenly banking 20 points there, like, mm. like yeah, Rodrigo is, is, is purely I've got two million in the bank to use, like, he could easily be a 4.3 or I think 4.4 is the cheapest midfielder right now. He could be any of those players. I'd be happy with Andreas Pereira being first sub, to be honest. You know, based on the way the game's going this year, it's unlikely he's going to get on the pitch anyway. But if he yeah. does, you know, Fulham are looking all right. He'll probably be involved. Do I necessarily need to spend that money? Yeah, that's kind of the uh, the weird position we're finding ourselves yeah. in. This I mean, yeah, like you say, you could easily do Rodrigo down to cheap and then Walker up to Robin uh, Robertson or mm. Edison in goal. Yeah, mm. if, you, if you're looking at yeah. going short in midfield. The thing you always got to think with that, though, is strikers like... If they don't get a goal or an assist, it's only two points, sort of thing. If you're playing three strikers, sort of yeah. thing. Uh, whereas if you're playing more in midfield, like a, they, they get bonus points for clean sheets, more likely to get bonus points in a game that's nil nil because they're you know they're creating the chances and they're getting the the stats that bump up the bonus point system, sort of thing. So mm-hmm. that's so three up top can be difficult if they're not returning, sort of thing. Sure. But, yeah, yeah, the, so. the other route I've considered doing is going down from Tony to Mitrovic already, and then using that extra money, I could bump up Rodrigo through a Zaha, and then I can play the hokey pokey with you know with yeah. them too. Because um, I, I don't know what it is about Tony. It's like I just feel more. I feel like I feel anytime Mitrovic has been in that position in my squad, I felt more comfortable. You know what I mean? It just feels mm-hmm. feels Mitrovic, more right. Yeah. Tony feels more of a gamble. Yeah, Mitrovic this season as well seems to be. He doesn't seem to be afraid to bully defenders. Like he was last year in the Premier League in the in the Championship, like the uh, the winner that he scored last week, uh, where he just like leans on the if he, he, he finds the small man, the mm. you know the small defender and just leans on him and just towers over him and gets the header for the for the winner sort of thing. It, that I think was missing from him uh, the last time he was in the Premier League. Tony mm. uh, seemed alright, took his chance really well, um, mm. and I think when they get Damsgaard in and he starts playing. Might get a few more chances as well. So I think they're both be interesting options. Tony's got the games like, like we showed, and then it switches to Mitrovic, well, whichever way you go. I think De Silva's, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say a waste because he's only 4.6, but I don't think he's going to get any more points in the, in the same manner well, as he has already. It's one of them. Yeah. I looked at like, is there a 4.4 out there? I could get and say the point two, yes, but for the sake of point two, I still yeah. think he's a better option than anyone at that level. Yeah, that's it. But, you know, if there's a postponement or something, you know, and he and he plays, you not, you don't worry about him playing, sort of thing, I suppose. Mm. But I, I wouldn't get him in, expecting him to get another goal or whatever mm. this this half of the season. The other thing I was just going to say, this isn't a team I've got up on screen. It's not a legitimate wild card. This is me Moneyball uh, wild card. This is what it actually <laughs> is right now. Everybody on that screen, I think, with the exception of uh, of, of Walker, has gone up point one in this last game, <laughs> and I've literally I'm hoarding them on the off chance I might want one of them because if I don't, you know, I'm gonna pr- literally, like I said at the top of the show, I'd lose like a million and a half in team value. It is like it was more like a lesson I was going to say to people: if you are thinking of pulling the trigger on a wild card, probably not this uh, this coming week or the uh, you know with the uh, with the midweek game weeks, go early. 
And yeah, it's a bit of a pain mm. in the arse keeping track of these price rise websites, but mm. I could easily have found myself in a position where, you know, later in the week I decide, you know what, I do want more Rodrigo after all. He's going to, well, it looks like he's going up point two this week um, yeah. as far as players go. So I could easily, b- between him and, say, uh, and Nico Williams going up, if, if I decided in the end I wanted him, I could be easily priced out of that very, very quickly. I've never seen a season like it. It is absolutely insane as far as the risers go. Yeah. I don't know what you put it down to, Chris, whether it's just more engagement or, you know, people panicking, but it's been a, cra- it's a crazy week and this week's probably not going to be the only one where it's going to be like this. Yeah, I think it's the... The lower prices have kind of rate like helped engagement. I think for a lot of players, like because mm. you can, like we I think we kind of touched on it. I, I, we said it in the chat, didn't we? I've just kind of like I think that because it's easier to get to other named players because ev- you know the prices are kind of structured in that way. It's kind mm. of keeping people in the game as opposed to usually where once you pick your team and you're a couple of weeks in, you kind of struggle into. Mm. get to other places and I think because a lot of stars haven't really performed yet mm. uh, people are you know a bit trigger happy and making transfers and that sort of thing so yeah it's, mm. uh, it's an interesting one I didn't realise our leads as fixtures were quite so positive as well so yeah Rodrigo would be a good one if he maintains that position mm. I think yeah he seems to be he's the current IWC pick um, <laughs> what, I'd, uh, <laughs> what I'd say about him and um, but yeah, looking at looking at the fixtures there, the uh, the last five, uh, the next uh, five on on screen, it's probably you know mainly four and five we've got to uh, concern ourselves uh, with at the moment. But yeah, what are we uh, what are we all thinking, uh, captaincy wise going forward, or are there any moves anyone who's uh, not on a wild card is uh, considering making? I think Sal is the obvious one for captain this week, isn't it? Against mm. Bournemouth, yeah. and then mm. Tuesday, then Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, who they got at Newcastle? You, 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 honestly, if you think Ireland's playing on Tuesday, you just lump the captaincy on him against Forest. Mm. Um, yeah, apart from that, um, is anyone considering going against Salah this week? Anybody uh, going anywhere wild for uh, with the captaincy, or is it that simple? Salah yeah. at home to Bournemouth. It seems like a no-brainer, Bournemouth, mm. really. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and I mean, I wouldn't really go against Salah against Newcastle mm. either, given those games there. Because, mm. um, I mean, what uh, maybe Jesus versus Villa. Mm. Um, what else have we got? Nothing really. Yeah, well, Haaland would be an obvious one if he does start against Forrest, but it doesn't mm. sound like he will. Um, yeah, that's about it, really, isn't it? In terms of your yeah. top choices. Um, if, it depends if West Ham turn up next week, but obviously, if not, Kane or Son could be an option. Mm. Well, them, them games are always free freeze and four freeze, aren't they? The West Ham Tottenham games are notorious for. Well, that's big, good for Kane or Son. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that'd yeah. be all right. Yeah. But yeah, looking on the uh, Fantasy Football Hub, their uh, mm. uh, captain poll, 75% on that is for uh, Salah. That's out of 620 votes. So, How many for Jesus? Um, he's 53 votes, 8.55%. So he's the second highest, then Kane, then De Bruyne, then Haaland, mm. then Son. Jesus is the only other one I'd consider. I'd mm. be like, maybe yeah. if I was going to try and you know make up some ground and bet against the crowd a little bit, 
tempted to go with that. Fulham at home, you know, there'll be goals in it. But it's whether he has another week, like you know, this past week, like uh, like JP was saying, you know, involved in everything, but then unfortunately yeah. fruitless at the end, numbers wise. Trent, Trent's got Trent. Trent's got an option. Based on Chris's stats yeah. previously, mm. yeah, yeah, could be one to go against the crowd. Yeah, but who like, who's he setting up? Setting up Salah, any so. <laughs> <laughs> if if Trent gets three assists, two of them are going to Salah, and that kind mm. of thought. Definitely. Well, well, before we go, we're going to have a quick look at the uh, the draft. But I think you're going to you jump off, JP. Are we doing. I do have to there, jump off. It's been lovely seeing you. I'm bottom of the draft. It's gone horrendously wrong. <laughs> I'm trying to make some trades. They'll probably all go, and those trades will go badly wrong. I need some people to start properly. Like looking at you, John Stones. Like just. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Lads, it's shit. been brilliant as always. Thank you. Yeah, good to see you, JP. See you later, guys. See you later. Cheers. There we go. We're tra- transferring out um, our, uh, our star striker there in, uh, in JP. So uh, off, <laughs> off goes... Uh, oh, he wouldn't like it if I called him Harry Kane. He can be Jesus. Uh, on comes, I don't know, Jamie the Vardy. Devil. He's a Leicester supporter. The devil it's himself. It's Billy I will. I believe you're here to uh, to brag, are you, mate? Yes, but before we brag about uh, my, you know, epic victory over a certain fellow Lufbrarian, um, mm. could I could I could we have a look <laughs> at my main league side? Because this may be the only time I have anything to brag about in the main league. Because like last <laughs> okay. year, I was abysmal, and I gave mm. I gave up quite quickly, and it mm. just became like a what do you call it, like a zombie ghost ship type mm. team. But I did I played my wild card. Andy gave me faith that playing wild cards early is the thing to do. And I had some <laughs> advice from Andy and yourself, Benno. And no oh, that one sounds like a mistake. Smash yeah. it. <laughs> like, I, it, I mean, the only thing that could have gone better for me um, this last week in the main league is if I'd have played Trippier. Because mm. I did the thing of being a coward and hiding all my Man City, all my Newcastle players. Thinking Man City would pump them like they did last season, but other than that, eighty-one, 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 and you look, but look, all my defenders get one, and I've got Kieran on six on a subspench. <laughs> to give you some stats, I've got the stats up here. So um, the week before, I was in, I was in like the seven millionth part of the overall table I've mm. jumped up more than two and a half million places overall Damn. game uh, week ranked 20, 21,000 for the yeah. week Jesus that's amazing <laughs> we're all that's two million that's it it's a good run that but, but, but the thing is like it is it is incredibly fluky isn't it because you know you got Rodrigo uh, Salah I bought uh, and Kevin De Bruyne who I had beforehand and uh, Ogadard by bringing uh, Zahar, mm. you actually would have won Benno to tell me to bring in Tony. Um, mm. And yeah, so it was just, it just all the kind of gambles I made, all the changes I made uh, played off. But yeah, no, mm. I mean, literally, this is more points than I had in the two previous weeks combined. <laughs> like I've literally Amazing. doubled my, uh, more than doubled my points total for, uh, for the uh, season. Lord. It's not. It's not bad going forward either. It's. Uh... Mm. So yes, yeah, so, I mean, I think the one thing I might 
do is is I've I've got the wrong Spurs defender. That should be Emerson. Mm, that's hard with Spurs, though, isn't it? How can you predict mm, which yeah. way is it? Especially with the rotation over the uh, the next couple of weeks, no, that might come good. I'm impressed with you. You might well uh, win the uh, the main league, but I'll tell you what league you're not going to win, mate. <laughs> it's the draft. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, an interesting week this week. Bad one uh, for me personally. Good one for one man though. Grapple Gareth, top of the league, nine points, three plays, three one. Jordan keeping pace with you. To be fair, Gareth. But yeah, it's uh, it's going well, mate. I told you last week, word on the street, rumours, there's, there's, there's people talking about this invincible season. There's, uh, you know, you, you go into your local co-op, you hear people in the aisles talking about it and things like that. It's it's, it's on the cards. <laughs> I'm just laughing, JP, of course, JP would be last. No wonder, no wonder he buggered after. Look at that, zero points. Even, uh, even Connor sharing uh, so much. Awesome. I'm not doing, uh, doing much better than... Uh, at three, but yeah, as far as uh, results go, uh, I lost to uh, to Andy. That that was a close one. We can have it, a, it, a close it, look at that. It was that. It was that one. My word, absolutely. <laughs> that that came right down to the Liverpool United game, didn't it? Um, it did. Yeah. Is it Sancho? You had? Yeah. So I had um, initially. I had Emmanuel oh, Dennis, who I'd put in my team up front for Forest. Mm-hmm. He he didn't play, and my first sub. It was it was a late transaction I stuck Rashford back in mm. and uh, obviously Mr uh, Mr School Meals popped up and scored and uh, put me ahead of you Ben I was like yeah. looking getting United mm. <laughs> I was convinced going in like I was look, I was looking at like uh, at my team and thinking you know we're on pretty much equal points I had Louis Louis, D, Louis Diaz even yeah. even though I hadn't gone Salah, I was pretty confident Liverpool were going to do that. But yeah, I thought you'd, I thought you'd, you'd won it as well, Benno. Definitely pulled it, uh, pulled it out for uh, for you as well. So yeah, I was uh, I was gutted with that. Uh, what else did we have in the uh, in the league? Uh, Matty and uh, and Gareth, Gareth, you uh, you squashed Matty there, fifty seven points. What was the uh, <laughs> what was the secret there? Brighton. He's still uh, still oh you muted sorry Gareth. This is where Rodrigo is in my uh, team in the draft. This was my <laughs> Leeds fan workmate tip off here, but this was the one here of uh, bringing in Veltman um, again. More more points from him. Trippier deciding to play Brennan Johnson against Everton. That was a that was a double cheer when he uh, scored against Everton uh, late on in that game as well, as well. But yeah, just uh, just consistency across the bunch. The only thing that didn't deliver there was uh, Justin. Who I, that was a one that I, I always like to try and bring in a defender every week to try and nab a clean sheet. I thought Leicester at home at Southampton, um, that's got to be nailed on. Surely there's get, points get. there for just, Justin, but <laughs> turns it turns out Leicester are actually just dog shit. Absolutely. <laughs> dog shit. Yeah, 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 so, getting, uh, you're getting no clean sheets from us at this season. <laughs> so, need, needless to say, Justin's out this week and I'm even yeah. considering a Leeds defender in replacement for him. That's how, that's how, bad, that, that's how, bad, that that's how bad that Leicester defence is. Well, one thing I was going to say, we've run a bit long, so we won't spend too long on it, but like transfer windows closing next week, that's going to be interesting. Like, which free agents drop into the pool, and you know, that mm. might be JP's time to shine. JP and Connor will be uh, cleaning up. Uh, anyone, anyone's got their eye on uh, as far as coming in? It'll be that Isaac and uh, Anthony from Man United, won't it? They're the two big ones. Albama Yang, mm, if he yeah. turns up at Chelsea, people will be after him. Mm. Would, how, yeah. how, do you, how, how do you think Brett and Diaz will do in the Premier League, Chris? Obviously, with the <laughs> Blackburn knowledge. 
Well, it's Everton, isn't it? They look like they uh, they want him, but I don't know. The, the thing that annoys me is seeing all this money being banded about for flipping Gibbs White and all this, that, the other, and we're going to have to take 15 million for Brayton Diaz, who's like banging him in for Chile and, you know, one of the top scorers in the championship last season. But um, it, it, I think he's fairly similar to Adam Armstrong at Southampton. So, you know, maybe a little, it might do it. Yeah, maybe just a little bit better than that. So, yeah. I think the really delicious one is if Jamie gets stuck with a team name that is after a Liverpool player. Because there's now these rumours yeah. about the, the John going to a Liverpool rather than a Manuel Chelsea. <laughs> Will he change it? Will he be too stuck with it? <laughs> so, so first, first of all, takes his daughter. Then his draft fantasy football team. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And he's I, dying of non-COVID as well. Like poor Josie. What a week. <laughs> One thing I will say, like I think this week shows why the draft is is awesome, and I think it, having like a major game be the last game of the match week really adds to it. So you were saying, Benno, that yours came down to the last mm. game. And mine mm. and Chris's did. And I've got oh, to I say, didn't like, realize you won. I thought Chris beat you. No, no. no, I won. Yeah. I no I won. yeah, Ericsson versus um, Bruno Fernandes, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and it was God. like, this is where I'm being really fluky about it. Oh, you don't think I'd have came on if I'd lost in the draft, do you? Because uh, <laughs> um, um, like, last, like last week, to scrape a victory against JP, I mm. needed Trent Alexander Armstrong to do nothing. Arnold Armstrong. to do nothing. Arnold, <laughs> I always <laughs> um, um I needed him to do nothing, which he did. And then this time, I needed uh, Fernandez to not significantly outpoint Ericsson. And not only does he do basically nothing in the game, he gets a yellow card. Absolutely. So like it, it had been like neck and neck through most of the game. And then just as they're preparing to take Ericsson off, Fernandez gets this yellow card. And I, and I know, uh, I know I've won. But yeah, so I've had yeah. two quite flaky victories back to back. I think the draft league does depend on that. A good last game of the weekend, doesn't it? It's a bit like yeah. you know, it's not really like it's apples and oranges, isn't it? Like through the week, but when there's that one game and it hinges on it, that's when it gets interesting. I so think, I think uh, Chris I and Jamesy was the same as well, actually. So yeah, I think in like in the chat, there was like three match, uh, three three like draft matches that were live going into uh, uh, going into the um, into that Liverpool uh, Man U game. Yeah, he had one... Salah, as he's uh, saying here in the chat. Yeah, he had uh, well, the second half. Game, the, one thing I, the one thing I do regret with the draft league is I got rid of Sancho because mm. I just thought this Ten Hag menu was just going to implode. Mm. And it looks like it may not now. That you know, He looks like he's going to get rid of Ronaldo. He might mm. even get rid of Maguire. Mm. And Sancho is somebody who should work with Ten Hag. I'm planning, I'm planning on putting, putting him in this week. Mm. So that He's was a, that. That was a mistake, particularly because I'm going to lose Ronaldo in all, right. in all likelihood. So I'm going to have to find a new striker. So yeah, I, I messed up there. I should have prioritized getting rid of Ronaldo over getting rid of uh, Sancho. 
What a what a difference a week makes, eh? How quickly that four 0 smashing by Brentford's forgotten. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's insane, isn't it? Oh well, coming up in the draft, uh, yeah, it's me and you, Will, this week, Will. So yep. uh, should be scared based on uh, on that form. Uh, you'll, 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 you'll be on again next week, then, Will. <laughs> <laughs> Whether I like it or not. Right now, uh, I went I went big at the back with my draft team and like. That is such an obvious mistake, considering like Garrett's tactic there of bringing defenders in, and I was I haven't got that option. I don't want to get rid of anyone, so yeah, I think I might have um, missed out that tactic. But yeah, me and me and Will, uh, Chris and Jamesy, uh, other Chris Elliott and JP, Jordan, and Eddie, Connor and Matty and Gareth against Andy. There you go, little uh, little derby there, lads. I don't know. Want to send any threats? Make is anyone planning on making any trades? Has anybody sent anybody any uh, dodgy offers this week? I still think you should have took my trade last week, Andy. No, no, he's still a week left with Darwin. I, I'm no I'm no centre forward, so he's staying right foot on my bench at the moment. <laughs> I think I think, <laughs> I, think it, I think it's more my defence um, and getting rid of Kufal, probably mm. putting someone in for him, um, and then maybe Joel Lint, Joel Linton for Sancho. I was looking at. Mm. It's not a bad, not a bad little move. Any free, we, that's the thing. We can't really say what free agents we're all looking at picking up. Today, so, uh, <laughs> I, I told you what I'm doing. I told you what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we'll uh, we'll check in. Uh, doesn't, doesn't, matter, again, doesn't uh, matter for me because I've just got last pick. So yeah, as you say, yeah. <laughs> it's hard at the top, is it, Gareth? Yeah, it is. It's tough. Same area. Same area. I'm third, so I'm um, I'm a bit stuck stuck in the same way as Gaz. <laughs> oh well, whoever's listening to this, whoever you heard him say he was going to get there to try and get points on me, get him in, get him signed. <laughs> <laughs> May have been bluffing, who knows? <laughs> well, talking of it uh, being took at the top, just before we uh, we go, just have a quick look at the uh, the grapple league um, overall and uh, an overall FPL. Jack Bird um, still at the uh, at the top there. Um, stuck stuck it up for uh, yet another week. Total of two hundred and eighteen points. Pat Houlihan, uh, JP's arch nemesis there in, uh, in third. Um, Jordan is still in the in the top ten. Hopefully we'll have uh, Jordan on here uh, on here next week to teach us his ways. He's always uh, there or thereabouts, still in the hunt there uh, in eighth. But Neil, Pat, uh, Pat, Neil Pat, Pat, Pat Houlihan, very much the Kerry Von Eric to JP's Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get him on some point? <laughs> oh, Carl Gax doing well. Carl Gax there, 16. Yeah. Super motivated, isn't he, to, uh, to pay off this uh, this ongoing storyline <laughs> of him being banished from the draft. Oh, there's uh, Lindsay there, and, uh, 17. Jamesy, uh, 18. JP's in, uh, still in the uh, in the top 20. Ah, yes, about 30th yeah, yeah. at the moment, 31st. Yeah, 30 years, 31st, the, mm-hmm. uh, the Blue Jacks. Don's uh, sitting there, uh, pretty at the There you are, Andy, 44, not doing too bad. I'm 99. I'm like 122nd, uh, Ben. That's only just Benner. occurred to me that I've somehow, I was 99th last week, I've somehow managed to hold the place. <laughs> I'm still 99. <laughs> there was a point in the game week on live FPL where I was like 30th. Uh, but, yeah. You know, one game it happens, so I think that's uh, probably understandable. Well, they said they said, they said Ben. Oh, they said the difference between uh, like hundred thousandth place to like five hundred thousandth place is like ten points at the moment. So it's somewhat somewhat ridiculous. I mean, I'm only like seventy points off the actual top of the overall league. 
Mm. I mean, like one one point three millionth place. Mate, you trip, what's your triple captain and a bench boost away from it, mate? Uh, just don't. Uh, <laughs> the only game we can go four and five. <laughs> You'll get there. Uh, but yeah, there we go. There's Matty as well, 95th. Oh, Matty's higher than me. That hurts. Oh, yeah. no, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what a gentleman. What's Matty's team like? 60. Hey, that's, that's good. Salah captain. Oh, he's learning. He's paying attention to the IWC there. Jesus, Kane, Rashford, Nico Williams in the fence. He needs to get rid of Grealish. Yeah, yeah, that'll be his yeah. advice. If you listen Matty, to Matty, Matty, get, get Gungudden in instead of Grealish. <laughs> uh, so I said I was. Uh, but yeah, that's it, really. Unless there's uh, anything else you want to mention, Chris? No, no, that's everything. Fine. Um, we've touched on everything. Um, as I say, if anybody does want to know random stats and stuff off that site we were looking at earlier, feel free to shoot me a DM or whatever, and I can always send some screenshots over and stuff. That, yeah, those data visualizations were very sexy. I, I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm in the middle of doing my NHS equality data returns for my the trust I work for. So I was like, oh, I wish we had data visualizations like that. <laughs> so, you know, demographics of the people who work for the health service are, aren't as important as fantasy football. So <laughs> the investment is made most important. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, heat maps coming soon to the grapple yeah. off, Gareth, maybe, you know. <laughs> Strike stats, that type of thing. I think there's a million in that now. Hey, um, I'll, I'll settle for the fucker working. It's a big iceberg for Eagles heat map. <laughs> uh, well next one again for uh, for joining us lads like I said we were live on uh, on Twitch tonight if anyone's listening to the podcast version if you do fancy the podcast version like I said it's over on uh, on iTunes now Spotify and uh, everywhere else podcasts are uh, sold the video replay of this will be uh, up on YouTube as well but yeah uh, obviously there's uh, two game weeks coming up so we'll have a, a pack show um, this time uh, next Thursday but yeah good luck to everyone have a great couple of game weeks yeah, we will catch you again next week Beyond the new. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Al. <laughs> See you.